What is up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 046, Saturday, October 17th. It is me, Wasabi Ice Cream, back at it again, giving you another one. The only podcast in the world that answers your questions. I'm here with Rick, as always. Yo, what up? That's the only podcast in the world that answers your questions. No other podcast does it. Only one. Yeah, other podcasts. I've seen another podcast ask you questions, but nobody's ever answered your questions. Yeah, crazy. Maybe we should combine our forces with the uh, question asking podcast. (laughs) We'll get right on it. I'll have my people talk to their people. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This is, uh, God, we've been doing this for a minute. Uh, not a slow news week, but we've both been playing a lot of games, man. Uh, you so more than me because I'm married, so I don't have time to play games no more. But, uh, (laughs) what have you been doing now? What have you been playing? Okay. So, um, I championed through Final Fantasy VII Remake. All right. Uh, just barreled through the rest of that game. Yeah. I saw that in the, the podcast. Um, uh, boy, uh, this game requires some discussion i i heard it's like it's really meta with the way it handles its story yeah like, i don't want to directly like, references like the older i don't want to spoil anything back. but yeah. um yeah it it does some things that i'm like because uh, i'm not in, i'm not completely familiar like i don't remember everything that happens in that original game yeah but like i know I know most of it. Yeah. Um. So like, there's things that happen in this one that I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Now there's points where they directly, because you know they they fill in a lot of of the the spots where the original didn't really um, have much to say. Yeah. Um, and that's really cool. I really like that they did that in this game because the original game was kind of it just kind of just goes and you're like, you don't really get a, f- a feeling of what's actually happening in the world or how, how everyone feels about certain things. Yeah. Um, so I like that they spend, they, they pay extra close attention to like, um, like Tifa is more of like, um, you know, she, she's a, the member of like this anti um, anti Shinra group called avalanche and uh, Barrett's like the leader and he's more of a radical like he's more like by any means necessary kind of guy. Yeah. And Tifa's more, you know, she's more light. She's more like, but she's more uh, like, I don't know how I feel about this or it's our fault. Like she blames herself where Barrett blames Shinra, like the mega corporation for all everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, you don't really get a feel for that in the original, but in this, they spend a lot more time. Um, just on those characters. And I think it pays off. Um, See, that's one thing I really liked about the remake because a lot of people were pissed because they're like, oh, it's not the whole game. I'm only going to play the first part of it. But like, they do so much more than just dropping you in that part of the game. Like, they add a bunch of stuff to it. They characterize everybody a little bit better. Um, It's it's a full game. Even though it takes place in that small section of the original, they expand it onto the point where it is a full game. Yeah, and it's the it's kind of a double edged sword because look, man, that original this this part of the game in the original was about like six hours. Yeah. Um, this this in its entirety is about 
30 to 40, depending on, you know, how fast you go. Yeah. Uh, and it's padded out a lot. There's a lot of parts in this that are like, do we really need this? I mean, like they, they really pad out a lot of this game and you feel it. <laughs> like I was there were parts say, like that, that's gonna be my next question. Like if you feel the padding. Or yeah. Feel yeah. Padding. There were parts where I was like, I, I gotta like take a nap here, man. Cause this is super slow and boring and nothing's <laughs> happening. And I'm not sure if they actually needed this. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged story in that way. Like, I feel like a lot of parts they did need to extend out because it 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 um it just complemented that story. But then yeah. other parts were just like, you didn't need this. You really didn't need this. Especially just the dungeons. Like, the dungeons are super long. I mean, the original, a lot of the dungeon sections were just one screen and that was it. But mm-hmm. in this, it's just like several hours worth of, of dungeon and it's like, man, this is really dragging on. But <laughs> uh, the combat is another thing that I'm not I'm not sure I'm totally sold on because, OK, yeah. so again, I'm going to compare this to the original a lot because I feel like they they tried to take things that were in the original and kind of put it in here, um, like kind of in the same exact way, but it doesn't really work. So the materia. Um, the materia, um, they're, they're like these pieces of magic that you slot into your weapons and armor and they give you new abilities and you can level them up. So as long as you have them equipped, they have their own level and they can level up. Um, Mm -hmm. but there's not, there's, there's not enough like tactical reason to use like 90% of what you find in this game. Um, like I'm. If if I'm playing a real RPG, like a real real RPG, I'm 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 the kind of guy that likes to focus and build my characters. Like, okay, this is my support character. This is my tank. This is my healer. This is my DPS guy. This is my mage. Like, I I, I like to have classes, like a class mm-hmm. system. Uh, and this you can't really do that because of that materia. The materia. You have to. You only get a certain amount, or you can just keep like buy them, and you slot them into your each character's equipment. Now, you're not you're not going to have the same characters throughout every section of this game. So, your healer, you might just not have that character in certain parts. Um, like Cloud's really the only one you have the whole way through, but you don't even have him sometimes. Sometimes it switches you to like other characters, and you just play as them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made it super fucking frustrating because it's there's no easy way to just the the menu suck basically yeah um there's no easy way to just slot that stuff in and out and say okay here's the build I want for this um because everything keeps shuffling around and it's just like so at a point I just fucking gave up I was just like okay whatever I have I'm just gonna throw this on and I'm not gonna worry about it and that's just what I'm gonna have and it, it just made it. It just made it like playing tactically. It made it super difficult. Um, like, and it's it's frustrating because like the easiest way to fix that would be to have like, I don't know, like 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 a, like a save system so you could save like like a loadout. You know, you could save specific yeah. loadouts for each character. Like that sounds like a really easy fix for such an annoying problem. Yeah, and um, 
you know, they, they have this like cross between action combat and turn based stuff where you can you can swing your sword as much as you want. But to do any like use any abilities or use any magic, you have to wait for your ATB meter to fill. Yeah. Um, and that's annoying because you can't do anything until you have an ATB meter. And if you're swinging your sword at stuff, you often you can kill stuff before you ever have an ATB. Um, so if you want yeah. to like scan an enemy, like if you want to scan an enemy to get their like data to see what they're weak to. You often could kill an enemy before you ha- got a chance to even scan it, which, yeah. um, which was happening to me a lot. Or um, uh, the, the game's super linear. Actually, it's entirely linear. Like it never, um, the original game never opens up until where this game ends is where it would open up. So it's entirely linear the entire way through. Um, there are like side quests you can do, but it's all just like. They're Just all sectioned off. Point a like, point B. Yeah, yeah. So that's another reason why it just doesn't make sense. It's not long enough for you, because like I said, you can level up all your materia, but it's not long enough for you to really focus in and hone in on the stuff you want to actually level yeah. up. Um, it's not tactical enough to really use, like, because there's materia that's like straight, like debuff materia. Like, you can say, yeah. cast slow on this guy or cast. Um, like remove his like status effects or mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I just, it, it, it's not beneficial enough to focus on that when you can just focus on like just doing damage and just getting, getting it done. Um, it, it was a real weird thing when I, when I noticed that, cause yeah. um, the game, the game I would closest compare this to is Final Fantasy 13, where you did have that class system of where it was like, yeah, this is my magic guy. This is my DPS. This is my tank. Um, they had that class system and they also had an ATB where, you know, you had to wait and charge your moves up and then, and then use them. Uh, and it was, that, that game was also super linear. Um, I just don't think this is long enough to, to where you can like focus on that stuff. And it's yeah. a long ass game, but it's just like super linear. It's, um, it's hard to explain really. Cause there's a lot of things going on and it's a, it's a fantastic game. Fantastic game. Uh, enjoyed it all the way through. But there were like story sections where I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, I don't remember this from the original. This doesn't really make sense. Um, and there's a reason for that, but I'm not going to. It's very spoilery. Yeah, I, um, I heard like that's the big thing is like the end of it is when things start to make sense. And there's like an epiphany. No, 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 no. Well, until, well so to an extent, like. That's where it doesn't I, I make know. sense, but you well, then you realize why know. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I've watched a lot of that because I, I played the original too, and even though I've never finished it, like I know the whole story just from, you know, the zeitgeist of the internet. Like I know Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, and I, I from what I've seen, I think it's really clever what they did with the game. Like, it's really a meta, like, tongue-in-cheek kind of, like, elbow nod, like, ah, ah, but it's not annoying about it. Like, it's actually a really clever way of subverting expectations, which I want to be, it's it's hard to be vague about this. It wasn't annoying, it wasn't annoying until the end, where they made it blatantly obvious what they were doing, and I was like, but I was confused as fuck at the same time. I was like, 
what the fuck is going on right now? Like, this doesn't make any sense at all. And then it wasn't until I like I looked it up and that confirmed it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's dumb. But like, <laughs> it's exciting at the same time, but it's dumb that they did it that way. But um, I mean, I bet, I, I bet it's got you excited for the next one, though. Yeah, but I'm convinced that there will never be a next one. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see how they can how they're going to continue this, but that's just me. Um, Because they're going to have to do one of those things where they're going to have to explain why I'm level one again, or uh, I don't know, like make your save come over. Like by the end of this game, you know, I keep saying like you can level up your materia and shit. By the end of this game, most of your good shit is going to be leveled like max level. Like your fire is going to be max level. Your ice is going to be like max level. Your, um, I mean, you can even like max out your character. Like, you can get to why well, I think it's like level fifty is max level. But I'm sure there's ways to do it. Cause another game that was similar was like the dot hack games. Like those are split up into three parts, and your levels carried over from game to game. And that was like what 2005, 2003. Yeah. So I don't see any reason why this wouldn't work. And uh, to a lesser extent, like Mass Effect, your level didn't carry over from one to two but it did carry over from two to three. And even if you were maxed out, like they added more levels, more skill trees, more stuff to fuck around with. And you're one for one, your abilities and stats directly carried over. So yeah. it's not impossible, but I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I mean, at the pace yeah. they're going, like at the pace they're going, that original game is three discs long. Um, at the pace they're going with this, I'm, I'm thinking 12 parts. Like, <laughs> at the minimum because it's just there's no way they turn a six hour section of the original into a 40 hour game uh i mean it's impressive but they they i don't know like they're gonna have to they're gonna have to like speed it up or something because but also like this is this is such an undertaking that i just don't know if they're gonna like focus they would have to focus solely on this or just drag it out for the next like five, six years, you know, like they have been. Remember when yeah. this game was announced was when the PS3 was announced, I think. Well, yes and no. When the PS3 was announced, they showed off like a tech demo. And it's like, oh, here's a Final Fantasy VII would look like on the PS3. And everyone's like, Final Fantasy VII remake? And they're like, no, no, no. It's just a tech demo. And then that's what kind of started the fire here. Yeah. Um, but this was announced, I think, when the PS4 got announced, wasn't it? They were working on it. Maybe it was PS4, yeah. And that was like that. That that did take forever. But I, I've seen some developer stuff. A big chunk of it was like starting over with the engine because they were they were running on the Luminous engine, the Final Fantasy 15 engine. But that sucked dick. So they went to Unreal like halfway through development. Yeah. Actually, the, they should have stuck with the Luminous engine. Luminous engine is actually really good. Yeah, um, it's not bad. The problem was that they had such a hard time like developing for it. Like That's why Final Fantasy XV feels so like unfinished. At least it did day one because it was. Well, it didn't feel unfinished because of the engine. It felt unfinished because of like the story and like... 
Well, what I mean is like they had they had such a hard time like developing for the engine they had to cut out a lot of stuff. And they kind of just Frankensteined a monster together of like what they had left over with what they could accomplish to meet the deadline. It's a stupid, yeah. stupid way to release a game. And I will say like this but game like a year later, it still feels really hollow, like even a year later. Uh, this game like graphically looks great, but if you start like putting your face into the textures and like licking the walls and shit, um, there's some really extremely bad, extremely bad texture work in this game, dude like yeah. super bad i'm talking bad dude like the character models they, they they put the time in where they needed to put the time in and fucking said fuck it to everything else um <laughs> the textures are extremely bad in this game um it's bad <laughs> like um like walls and doors and fences and floors and anything with a texture that's not a character looks bad Oh, it's so frustrating. <laughs> um, yeah, like you can tell, like it looks good from a distance, but like there's just like stuff that you interact with like over and over again and you look at it and you're like, man, this looks bad. <laughs> uh, but um, it's a, it's a great game though. Soundtrack, phenomenal, phenomenal soundtrack. I keep telling myself that I need to get that soundtrack because it's 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 great. I'll, I'll I'll definitely pick it up. It's on my list. I know I, that's like my catchphrase every fucking time we do an episode, but it is on my list. Like I'm married, goddamn it! Give me a minute. <laughs> I take a lot. <laughs> but yeah. it, it does look good. Like I've I've wanted to play it for a very long time. Uh, even like my dad, he's like adamantly like Final Fantasy sucks now that it's not turn based. Even he liked it, so maybe I should check it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's worth checking out, especially like, I mean, it, it satisfies both like both sides. Even if you're a fan or if you're not a fan, coming in new, um, it's it satisfies. Like, yeah, um, I will say you'd probably be more satisfied coming in new than you would if you were like die hard on it. I mean, there, there's a lot of fan servicey moments, like a lot of the shots. Uh, a lot of the camera angles and the shots in the original, they recreate in this. Um, yeah. And it's like fucking awesome. Like the music, like the music's all nostalgic and they just remixed everything. That's uh, really good. There's like 12 different versions of like that uh, combat theme. Uh, That's really good. Uh, they just like mix and match and like blend it in like crazy different ways. It, it's really cool. It's really cool. But, um, man, like the stuff, there's choices they made with the story is like super confusing. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's, that's the Final Fantasy seven hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, says, would you buy for 60? I did. I bought it for 60. Didn't I? I don't know. I think I got it on a discount. It was a discount, uh, like a couple of weeks ago and I don't know, 40 or something. I mean- if if it's worth anything, uh, GameStop is having their like pro day sale, and that the game's like forty bucks right now, new. So if you want to get a physical copy, you can get it for forty bucks right now. It's worth it. I would actually say it's one like it's probably one of my favorite games of the year, despite really? despite uh, some of the issues I have with it. It's um, it's it's a great game. 
there you go, guys. Uh, it's got the wasabi seal of approval. Go check it out. Um, anything else you've been playing, man? I don't know you've been, you've been playing quite a bit. Yeah, I uh, also got that Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, I, I did see that. I wanted to know what you thought of it. Uh, so let me just start by saying uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I've never played those old Star Wars like X-Wing, TIE Fighter, Squadron games. Like I've never, I have no affinity towards any of that shit. Yep. Um, I don't think I like this game. <laughs> but everyone, everyone else on the planet seems to be absolutely in love with this game. Uh, and I just, I don't see it. I don't see what's, it at all, man. What's, what's your beef with it? Like what specifically is holding that game back? So, okay. The first time I saw this game, I was like, man, this looks, this looks good, but it looks like a, it looks like a, it looks like a Disney ride. It looks like you're just sat in one place and just shit's happening around you. Um, and that's fucking exactly what the game is. That is exactly what the game is. Um, like you go from like, and it's look, it's it's great, it's great at what it does. Like the dog fights are a lot of fun, right? But um, there's just it's it's just, it's just it does one thing very well, and that's it. And I don't know, I was kind of wanting more. I mean, the game, uh, just to play devil's advocate here, the game didn't come out for a full sixty, right? It dropped at a forty. It's forty, and I think that's still too much. Really? Wow. Uh, like, okay, so it goes from like you're in a cockpit doing cockpit stuff. Very cool. It, explosions. And you're in a TIE fighter and it's super like claustrophobic because there's no windows on the thing. And, yeah. you know, you're in an X-Wing and it's awesome. You're shooting down TIEs and, uh, you know, Republic and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Great. I don't know. I don't know Star Wars terminology, so I was just... <laughs> Um, if I tried everything you said, we'd be here all day. So just the, continue. <laughs> the, like that, the dog fighting ship stuff, very cool. You're diverting power to your like thrusters and your engine and your shields, and you're managing your power uh, and speed and stuff like that. And you know, you can do like you can do um, like Tokyo drifting and shit like that. Uh, very cool. You're trying to like outmaneuver people. I went online and. Uh, it defaults to open mic, so people just have their mics just blasting bullshit, and they don't even know about it. You tell them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got to mute everybody in the lobby because I don't know for some reason games now are just defaulting to they don't default to push to talk, so everyone's mic is just hot. Um, but then, but then so after the after like every mission, uh, you go back uh, to like the your your big ship, the main ship. And let me see if I can like seek to it in this video here. Um, It's it's a game that you can tell is just made for VR, but even VR, it lets you like fucking walk around and touch and like interact with shit. This game, you just fucking stand in one spot and just fucking, you're just on a swivel, like just rotating around. You don't move. You don't fucking touch anything. You don't do anything. You just, Oh, that's, that's annoying. Everyone just walks up to you and, and talks at you and says, Hey, hey, go get your next briefing asshole. And then you go get your briefing and, and then that's it. And then you go back to your mission and you're in the cockpit again. You're like, you don't it's, do anything. It's so, funny. it's so funny. You bring that up because like half life two, I think like mastered, like 
first person, not really cutscenes, but cutscenes you're kind of involved with. And it, it's funny that game did that like what ten years ago, but this one's like so blatantly like slideshow about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't have like people like look at you, like they comment on see what you're doing, and but with this, it seems like it's just okay. Sit here, watch this. Move over here, sit here, watch this. Yeah, like, and that's what I was confused about. And everyone was like, uh, a "Purple Nuggets here, what's up? What's up?" Um, guys, we do this live every Saturday, twitch.tv slash gameoverse. Gameoverse.com, actually. Um, set up the website real nice. You go to gameoverse.com, everything's there. Gameoverse.com slash podcast. There's a button you can hit to send us an email and we'll read it live. Check it out. But, um, yeah, back to Star Wars. People were saying, like, oh no, they just made it for VR. But I'm like, no, 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 no. VR, like five years ago, maybe, VR today is so much more than just fucking standing around and having people talk at me. Like, even for VR, this is fucking bare bones and, and, and not satisfying at all. Um, this is giving me, like, you remember, remember that, uh, that, that Batman VR that came out where you're just sitting there, like, watching Batman shit happen at you? Like, yeah. this is what it was. Yeah. This is like super early VR shit. Like we've gone, we've gotten way past. Like Half Life Alex came out this year, dude, and that's the definitive fucking VR experience. This doesn't come anywhere near there. Like you can't move, you can't touch anything. If I'm in VR, I want to pick shit up and like throw it at people. And this is just not. This is just not it, man. But but I'm the I'm like the outlier because everyone's giving this game nines and tens and shit, and I'm like I don't see it, guys. I just don't see it. Uh, Peter Parker's new face said EA is just phoning it in at this point. They got a win with Jedi Fallen Order, but didn't want to actually put the work in a proper VR game. That's how I feel. I actually feel the same way, but I don't know. The general consensus on this game is, oh, it's a nine. It's a 10, guys. Buy this now. They knocked it out of the park. And I just, I don't see it at all. Um, (laughs) So, I think um, the problem is that a lot of Star Wars fans are like just so. A lot of Star Wars Star Wars fans are just dying to get something Star Wars that's not totally shit. That they're like, well, we'll throw nines and tens at anything that's like comp, like anything that's yeah. uh that's um well, that's not total shit. <laughs> and it's not. It's not total <laughs> shit. Like the, the if, gameplay, if it's not, if it's not Battlefront One. The the dog fights are the dog fights are really fucking good. Like I can't stress yeah. enough how good the actual gameplay is, but it's not enough. It's just not enough um, to like come back, like to come back after a mission and just have motherfuckers talk at me and and then go back to a mission. It's just it's just not enough. Uh, New dry in the chat says play Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, and yes, if you want probably the best Star Wars RPG or a bar, I will flat out say Knights of the Republic is the best Star Wars game ever. And I want someone to try to fight me on that. Um, that's what I want to see. I want to see more of that. But this yeah. is uh, it's so disappointing because like I, watching this game, I was like, I was hesitant because I was like, it looks cool, but everything EA's put out has looked cool. It just comes to execution is when they fuck it up. Yeah. Like I would have loved if this game did like, if you took this game's space fighting and you combined like the ground, the ground warfare from Battlefront. Um, if you combine those two shits, you would have something incredible. But 
we're still we're still not where we need to be with with either of these games. I'll need to check. I'll check it out eventually, but I feel like this game is going to get get discounted really fast. Yeah, I mean it's already forty dollars. If you're like, if you love those old X-wing Tie Fighter games, um, you know I'm told that this is what those were. Again, it's like it's 2020. We shouldn't just be making just those games. I mean, fucking, they re-released uh, Super Mario 64 this year, and goddamn. People were not satisfied with that. Like, I don't know why we're satisfied with this. Yeah, it's... I think a big part of it against a lot of Star Wars fans, their expectations are so low that if it's not total dog shit, it's a 9 or 10. And it's a bummer, man. It's a huge bummer. But um, we'll have to wait and see what else they do. They've got another couple other Star Wars projects coming out. Uh, they apparently they knocked out of the park with Fallen Order. I haven't played it yet, but everyone tells me it's good. We'll have to wait and see what other projects they got working on. Um, yeah, this game looks like a tech demo for like the real Star Wars game. This yeah. is, is what I was saying during the stream. But um, I did play one more game, just one more, and this one okay. I played a good game this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking, I loaded up Hades, dude. Man. Oh, God. Everyone's talking about Hades right now, dude. Um, I need to pick that game up already. Everyone is talking about it. It's it's incredible. It's actually... um, I Look, I won't go so far as to say people are calling this their game of the year. Not quite there for me, but it is, it's phenomenal. I mean, this is another game that does one thing extremely well, but it does one thing and it like, it fleshes it out completely in just a bunch of different ways. Like there's uh, like a numerous types of weapons, like any play style that you could want. Like you get, you get a sword, you get a shield, you get a bow, you get a spear. Um, and they just completely play completely different from each other. Um, I like using the shield because you can like block attacks and you get this rush ability and then you can mix it up. You can mix and match. So, I haven't even said what the game was yet. It's um, you're the son of Hades and you're running through the underworld, trying to get like trying to get to your the rest of your family um, up on Mount Olympus, and um, as you go through every room, like every chamber in the underworld, they'll they'll give you like your family, like members of your family, like Zeus and Athena and all these guys. They'll give you like buffs, and they all have they all do different stuff. And you kind of have to like choose, okay, do I want this one? Do I want this one? And they all do different stuff, but like Zeus always has like a lightning buff. Um, yeah. Persephone always has like like a love ability. She'll like like healing and shit like that. Um, so like you'll come to know like what kind of abilities you have, but it's always randomized. So you never know yeah. exactly what you're going to get. So the more you play, the more you learn what kind of things you you want to like build towards, um, and it's just it's super cool. Uh, not much more to say than that. It's it's super giant. So if you know like Bastion and Transistor, um, it's a lot like that. Like story focus, awesome soundtrack, and just straight up just fucking gameplay, dude. Just fucking gameplay, nailed it. That is good to hear, man, because, like, 
Super Giant, Super Giant's got some good shit. I, I like. I haven't. I don't think I played a Super Giant game. I haven't liked. Yeah, I know a lot of people were kind of not in love with Pyre, but I don't think a lot of people understood Pyre. Like Pyre is kind of more. It's it's one you got to think about a little a little bit more. But um, and and this one is as well. Like this one has a story that. Like, this game kind of just throws you right the fuck into it. Like, there's no tutorial. There's no nothing. It just fucking throws you in and says go, which I love. Um, but the more you play, the more you fuck up, you, they, they trinkle in just a little bit, just a little bit of story at you. And I um, I like where it's going. I don't want to, like, spoil anything because anything you say with the story could potentially be a spoiler with this, but... Yeah, it's it's um this game's incredible. I haven't I haven't finished it yet, but like a full run doesn't seem like it's um super long, but I'm sure there's like a bunch of side stories and a bunch of different endings that you can get, so I need I need to pick it up. It's it's on my list, man. I've wanted to play it for a while and oh god, I'm going to pick it up. I think I'm going to buy it after this podcast. <laughs> I just really, really want to play it. It looks the game looks right up my alley. Yeah, it's 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 great. So that's definitely definitely your seal of approval, then. Yes. Um. Oh, you said that was the last game you've been playing, huh? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I did go back and load up uh, the old uh, the old Final Fantasy VII just to compare. Like after I finished the remake, um, I wanted to go back and just compare. And yeah, it took me like six hours to do what was 40 hours in the remake. So, um, yeah. That's good to know, man. Um, I, some people might be surprised by this, but this is a game. I bought a game yesterday. It was on sale. And this is a game I've actively talked shit about for quite a while now. And I feel bad, like a hypocrite buying this game, but God damn it. I'm, I'm part of the problem. Uh, I bought Pokemon sword yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was on sale. So I was like, you know what? I'll pick it up. I've, I've been playing it ever since dude. I've dumped like three, four hours into it already. What do you I think? It it's You're in love with it. Oh, it, it's hard, man. It does enough quality of life improvements that if this came out on the 3DS, I would love it. But the fact that it is a console Pokemon game and it's $60 is the asking price for this game. There's a lot of talk of like a lot of people, oh, it doesn't feel like a $60 game. And it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It feels like like a remaster of a 3DS game is the best way I can describe it. Like it doesn't feel like a Switch game at all. And it's it's such a it's depressing. I paid $40 for it, so I don't feel too ripped off. But if I had paid 60 bucks for this, I'd be upset. Mechanically, it is an improvement over the older games, but when you look at the evolution of games like Zelda, like Breath of the Wild. It's so hard to believe Breath of the Wild came out the same console as this game. Because graphically, this game is like a huge step back from that. It's so it's so frustrating, dude. Like, Yeah, and that was one of the things I was hoping is that 
they would be a lot more open with their franchises like they were with Breath of the Wild and just completely say, okay, what, what are the core components of this and how can we revamp everything to kind of make it better? Exactly. And that's one of the things that Pokemon needs so fucking much because they make the same goddamn game every time. It's the same every time. Um, Except. For the couple hours I've played, this one does a couple things differently. The new Pokemon are pretty cool. Uh, the Dynamax system's pretty cool. I haven't gotten too much into it. But it's just, I know the problems with the game, dude. I know I'm not going to get to see all the Pokemon in this one. Unless I buy the expansion, I can get access to more Pokemon. Um, There's this meme that the trees look like dog shit, and it's true. Like, the trees straight up <laughs> like that. 3ds game like it's it's really embarrassing like it looks like like the like an n64 fucking ass tree like i what i ultimately want is for them to make pokin tournament you know the um the wii u game the fighting yeah. game i want that combat in like an, a full-fledged pokemon game um like that would be for me that that would be a big step in the right direction it wouldn't totally fix things but It'd be a huge thing in the right direction for me. I don't know about that, but I would want more modern RPG aspects. Because I, I came... Here's another thing to keep in mind. I, I came to this game off the heels of Dragon Quest XI, which that is an old-school Japanese RPG-ass Japanese RPG. Yeah. And I still feel like <laughs> that's a better RPG than Pokemon. <laughs> It's it's so frustrating that this Dragon Quest is literally like the most like classic playing RPG ever. I still feel it feels fresher than Pokemon to me. <laughs> like it's it's I, I know it's a weird comparison because they're different types of games, but no, they're both turn based RPGs, so it's not that weird to compare them. This game doesn't even have voice acting. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like. <laughs> Even Zelda had voice acting, which is something that everyone you, – you, you, there are diehard Zelda fans that were like, no, Breath of the Wild has voice acting. It's ruined forever. And they still managed to go through with it. But with this one, they don't, they don't do it. It still feels like a, like a 3DS game. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they need voice acting. I just there's – just, there's several things that – like the combat for me is 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 one of the big things. Um, like the combat has always been the same. You hit me, I hit you. Oh, I'm poisoned, and like I just want to run around and then throw orders at my Pokemon and then have them like I want to be able to do what they do in the in the TV in the in the anime. Yeah. Like Pikachu, dodge that, and then you fucking dodge it, and it's like oh shit, and then counterattack. You know, that doesn't happen in the fucking games. <laughs> yeah. Like. I, I don't know if I would want that specifically, but. No, I want that. Exactly. But I, I'm at this point where, like, I've been playing Pokemon since, like, forever, dude. Like, I, I've been a lifelong Pokemon fan. And I feel myself falling more and more, like, out of love with the series as more games come out. It's weird. I'm still playing this one. Even now, as we're talking, I'm like grinding and leveling up my Pokemon. I don't know <laughs> if, I'm, if I actually like it or if I'm just doing it out of like, or if I'm doing it out of like some weird like sense of like, like nostalgia. I don't know. But I, I know this game. It's a step up from Sun and Moon. I fucking hated Sun and Moon. But 
with the leap we got from sun and moon to this, I don't think is big enough. Especially since like, okay, I'm going back quite a bit. If you look at the jump we had from like Nintendo DS to 3DS, you know, from black and white two to X and Y, like that was a huge jump in terms of like game quality and gameplay changes. Like I, I started to get bored with it around then. And then I fell back into it around there. But I feel like this jump from their last game to this one isn't big enough to like justify bring it to a new system. Yeah, maybe, maybe New Jiraiya. He's been commenting like like he agrees with me, and it's good. I, I like when people agree with me. It makes me feel good. But <laughs> um, joking aside, I mean, if you're a diehard Pokemon fan, you probably have this game already. If you've been on the fence with it. And you still like Pokemon and you want some, you want to, pl- if you want to play Pokemon, this is Pokemon. And I suggest getting it while it's on sale for like 40, 30 bucks. I wouldn't pay a full $60 for this. I would pay what I would have paid if this game was on the 3DS. And that's it. And that's, that's my review. <laughs> yeah. I would love to know what people want out of Pokemon. Do they just want just the same shit or do they want like, do they want actual change? Like I said, I want I want them to give this the Breath of the Wild treatment. Like Breath of the Wild was a Zelda game that I never knew I wanted. No, like it's not perfect. Like I, it could be more Zelda. Yeah. Like it's lacking in the Zelda department, but yeah, the, like and, and, and Breath of the Wild's a game we both like, but I could still criticize it too. Like the dungeons in Breath of the Wild were dog shit. Like I hated yeah. the Pine Beasts. Yeah. Like it felt like this copy pasted dungeon design. Which, if you look at the game, everyone loves to shit talk. You know, Skyward Sword, as much as everyone shit talks it, the dungeons in that game were amazing. And that's something people don't want to admit. Because Ego Raptor made fun of made fun of Skyward Sword. So now everybody needs to make fun of Skyward Sword. <laughs> Is that why? I'm not positive that's it, dude. Like, come on. Like, why why the hate for Skyward Sword? I mean Ego Raptor also hates Ocarina of Time, and that's fucking yeah the most beloved game of all time. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's really frustrating because seeing a console, I say in quotations, Pokemon game uh, coming out on the switch, I expected more and I didn't get it. This game could have easily come out in the 3ds and I wouldn't have noticed the difference. Yeah. Which is probably like the meanest thing I can say about it. It doesn't feel like a console Pokemon game. Especially with like games like uh, Temtem coming out, where it's like yes, a Pokemon esque exactly. MMO. Yes, or even like other games like uh, what was that cassette tape one I sent you? Remember that? That yeah, was a yeah. Like that game looks amazing. Like I and I'm gonna put that in the group chat if anyone's seen Cassette Beast yet. If you haven't seen Cassette Beast yet, holy shit! Like this looks amazing. It's like a really cool mix of like Pokemon, Digimon, and like Paper Mario, which is like weird. Like this is a game I didn't know I wanted until like I saw it. And now that I've seen it, it looks like it was made for me. I'm putting it in the stream chat now on the Discord. Cooking is fun. So it wasn't Nino Kuni Pokemon-ish? Uh, kinda, yeah. Very similar. Um, and you could argue like Shin Megami Tensei is like Pokemon-ish too, but better 
Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I didn't, it wasn't, oh God, this is, it's not a shitty game. That's the worst part. It, it, it's, it's, it's a comparable game. Like, like it, it does what it wants to do, but it doesn't, when you look at the past, like 20 years of Pokemon we've had, it doesn't feel like a big enough evolution. And that, yeah. that's why my final review is like, if you want to play it, get it when it's on sale. Don't pay $60 for it. Yeah. And if like yeah. you need to get the expansion to the same thing, like get it on sale. If you absolutely have to play the expansion. I might end up skipping it though. Maybe the uh, maybe the next game is better. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we'll see. Maybe, uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Or maybe um, we'll just also... get Pokemon Shield Black or so. You know, whatever. Fucking <laughs> Shield X. Yeah. Um, I've also I'm still playing Dragon Quest Eleven. That's still great. Ten out of ten. Go buy it. Um, I beat Borderlands Three. Wow. That. Yeah, I finished it. Oh, uh, that was fun. I'm playing through some of the the may the I'm playing through True Vault Hunter mode again with some of the mayhem modifiers turned on. So that's like a lot mm-hmm. of fun. That's definitely scratching my like my my loot grinding itch. But that, that I, I was playing Diablo for that, but I've kind of moved up to Borderlands three now. You moved up to Borderlands, not uh, not I down. Guess, I guess moved to Borderlands. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the thing: I've been playing Diablo three religiously for years like i need a break <laughs> and that break was borderlands 3 i'll still probably in, get uh, still not checking out path of exile i still haven't checked out path of exile i'm kind of burnt on action rpgs dude because like whenever diablo drops a new season i dump a ton of hours into it like it's it's embarrassing how many hours i dump into each new season so i'm kind of burnt out of action rpgs right now um yeah I will play Path of Exile eventually when I'm bored with like Borderlands, but this is a lot of fun. Um, Borderlands Three is actually really fun, man. Like, I take this from from me. Like, it, it sucked up a lot of my time. The story isn't that bad, and there are some scenes that actually made me laugh. Characters don't know how to shut the fuck up, though. Like, oh my <laughs> god! Like, there's some characters just stop. There's this bit. Okay, I'm gonna rant. There's this bit. Which is like my favorite and least favorite mission of the game. We're on this spaceship and you find this like computer AI who's stuck in a teddy bear and he's voiced by Ice T and he's fucking hilarious the whole time <laughs> playing through the game. But his like AI girlfriend who controls the, the, the spaceship is so fucking annoying. It's, it's the weirdest dichotomy I've ever seen where you have this hilarious character bouncing off this annoying character. And there's this scene where the car- where I shit you not, the girlfriend AI starts making monkey noises to like attract these like monkey enemies to you. And you think, okay, she's gonna do it and I have to fight these guys. She does it the whole fucking fight. It wow. goes on for like 10, 15 minutes of her just and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, oh my god. Yeah, it's so real, the real game boss is the fucking dialogue. <laughs> so bad dude and it sucks there's some scenes that are hilarious and like legit make me laugh but there's equally like a bunch of characters and scenes that are just so annoying and jokes that go on way too long it's like it's like a really bad south park no, no really bad family guy skit that goes on way longer than it needs to yeah 
I muted that game a long time ago. So I probably like I probably come across that and had it on mute and didn't even know that it was iced tea. Because that'd be dope. I'd like to hear that. It's so funny, dude. And he plays uh his character's name is Balex. So if you want to get the best of him, just look up Balex on uh on um on YouTube or something. Like look up some of his scenes. Like he's the he's my favorite part of the game because it's it's fucking it's iced tea doing his iced tea thing and it's hilarious. Like I think every cameo Ice T's ever done has been hilarious. Yeah. But there's equally annoying characters, like honestly, like everyone else. Yeah, basically, uh, play the game with the podcast on. Uh, that's my recommendation. Play with the podcast on. Uh, if you if you're like, if you're just absolutely like, oh no, I need that Borderlands Three lore. Go ahead, man, be my guest. But. You get into the, the DLC fun. with that. I heard the DLC was a lot better. That's what everyone keeps telling me, and I will pick up the DLC eventually. But the problem is that the season pass is still like fifty dollars. Oh, I'm shit. not about to drop fifty bucks on that. Yeah, because like uh, maybe I'm wrong on this, but the season pass on Epic and the season pass on Steam are priced differently. So I need to make sure I buy the Steam season pass, which is like fifty bucks. And I think Borderlands announced a new season pass, didn't they? Like a new season? Or am I wrong? Uh, on that? There was a new DLC that came out. Yeah. Recently. I don't know if that's. I think it's part of the season pass, though. But that's what that's when I loaded it back up because people were saying, "Oh yeah, no, the DLC is like way better, dude." Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't checked it out yet. Um, it's. It's a fun game if you can get past some of the annoying, like, cringy shit. It's a really fun game. Yeah. The game's fun. I wish... Uh, man, if we're talking about... If it's Borderlands Hour real quick, I want to talk about how bad the uh, the UI is. Um, specifically, like, when I'm... When I'm looting my shit, and I just want to, like, know... Okay, is this gun trash, or is this gun... Like, I don't want to pick up a gun... And then go through all my shit and market it. It's one of the things that I talk about, like the PS, the console version of Diablo three did so well. Yeah. Was yeah, that you can, like, you can market as trash before you put it in your inventory. Yeah. Like this game's coming out and it's trying to be like, you know, again, it's after playing all these good looter shooters, these, these good loot games, this one comes out and just kind of just takes a, a lot of steps back in terms of yeah. like the progress that's been made and like with destiny and diablo and shit like that so the ui fucking sucks um i yeah. hate okay. going through my like running out of ammo and fucking um just just like everything that has to do with fucking around in the ui sucks man uh, that's annoying I, I spend as little time in the ui as possible yeah and another thing something that annoys me this is coming this is coming from someone who came off diablo 3. one thing i love about diablo 3 is the adventure mode which is basically just looting dungeons um without the story which is yeah. fine story is the shittiest part of diablo 3. i'm sorry you diablo like lore fans but that's not <laughs> what i played diablo for i have dumped hundreds of hours into diablo i can probably i can't tell you anything about the story because i exclusively play adventure mode and borderlands 3 doesn't have anything like that so you have to play through the game for like, what, 20, 30 hours to beat it. And then you unlock true vault hunter mode. And I thought, cool, maybe I can start true vault hunter mode with like other characters. No, 
if I want that true Vault Hunter mode and start playing through like the Mayhem modifiers and all that extra other cool like you know new game plus I say in quotation marks stuff, I need to play through the base game again with that character. <laughs> yeah, it's again like this is stuff that even um you never get into Destiny. I did get into Destiny and Destiny uh, is I like it for a little bit. But they did do something similar, where it's like when they released their new expansion, they're like, cool, here's like an orb to like max out your character's level and basically take it to the end of the game so you can play the uh, the end game content. So you're not like playing through the whole campaign again with another character class. Yeah. And I don't know, Destiny's had, Destiny 2 has a really good turnaround story, man. Like they really brought that, they really brought it together with, their, with the latest stuff um, that has me like excited for the... Um, the the uh the new expansion that's coming out um i remember you were talking about that um i i haven't played destiny 2 well i played a little bit when it was free on playstation plus with my brother and he yeah, was like trying to get it he was trying to get free me now like it's that. free to play now yeah. only the uh you only have to get the expansions but the base game yeah. is totally free i was i was trying to get into it but it didn't quite scratch the itch that borderlands did yeah and it's got the same problem where, like, it takes a story, like, it tries to be a story game, and I'm like, no, just let me loot shit. Yeah, it does that, but unlike Borderlands, you can, like, once you finish, like, the story shit, you can just do, you can just run around and shoot shit. And that's actually the fun part, because there's a lot of hidden, there's a ton of hidden just, oh, I walked over here, and there's a fucking thing with a skull on it that just dropped from the fucking sky and killed me in one shot. Like, there's a lot of that where it's just like a bunch of just hidden enemies and bosses and shit that just happen. It just happen when you walk past them. Yeah, I love and that. And then there'll be like 15 other guys shooting that shit. And you're like, I'm going to join these guys and shooting this thing. I have no idea what's happening. Um, what Borderlands 3 should do, it should do what Destiny did, where it has like an adventure mode where you could run around, do like random generated quests and stuff. Or maybe like a like a torment mode, like what Destiny or like what Diablo has, where you can just run through randomly de- generated dungeons and score a loot based on how fast you do the dungeon. Like I would love to see something like that, but no, don't make me play the story again. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a grown ass man, dude. If I want to waste some time with the story, I'll like watch a movie or read a book. That's not why I play. Your writing's not good enough for me to be here for the story. There, I said it. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, that's that's the Borderlands three hour. Right. Uh, those of you listening, like, should I buy the game? Yeah, buy it. Just play it with play it on mute <laughs> with the yeah. podcast. on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But that, that's what I've been playing, man. Uh, let's get into some news. Um, PlayStation five. We got to look at the new UI. And I'm I don't hate it. I like that. Um, I think. Fa- we're going to go through some of the highlights right now, but my favorite feature is that you could do most of the UI stuff, the control center stuff in game. And it's, it's really quick. It's like that. Like you, you push a button, there it is. It overlays instead of completely booting you out of it. And you could do most things from it. You can, uh, you can take pictures, uh, edit video, um, uh, go through the menu, check achievements, which they call like, what do they call them in this one? Like, progress trophies i can't remember what they called them in this one uh, they're still trophies but they're called um yeah they, they kind of like renamed a lot of stuff 
Um, like, like they're in-game missions, and it actually it lets you like. God, what do they call it? What the fuck do they call it? I think I wrote it um, in the dock, but I don't have the dock up. Uh, let me see. Activities. They're yeah. activities, which are kind of like trophies, but they're game-specific, like activities you can perform and get rewards. What's cool is that it gives you, like, it tells you which ones you have to do. Um, from the control center, you can see, like, what you have to do. Um, it has an estimate of how long it'll take you to knock it out. And if you click on it, it'll just teleport you to that spot to run the activity. Yeah. Like, it, it respects your time. And that's, that's what I like about it. I like clean interfaces that cut the bullshit and it respects your time and just lets you get to what you want to get to. Cough, cough, Borderlands, cough, cough. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'd say it's exactly clean because um I don't know the way I play games or the way I interact with my user interface is I I know I know exactly what I'm looking for you know like I don't need them to tell me oh hey there's a level you didn't do I mean what they're showing me here in the levels is I'm already like well they're already on the screen with the levels on them so you can literally just walk to the level yeah it, like wouldn't you don't need to pull this up to see it but like. My thing is, I, I don't like seeing stuff that I'm never going to interact with. It's not so much here, but, um, well, like, here, here's a good example. Like, they're showing here, um, the, uh, they're showing the activities, and then next to the activities, it's, um, they have, like, a hint system. Yeah. And, uh, well, they say it's, like, a PlayStation Plus, like, bonus thing, but I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not sold on this hint system, man. Like, I don't think developers are going to be utilizing this. Um, you have to understand how much work it takes to build a video for every single one of these things that says, oh, here's how you do this. Uh, like, I'm not convinced that this is going to be a feature that many many devs are going to put into their games. Um, which then leads to the question, okay, so if devs don't put it in their games, how, like, are they just going to pull, like, a random YouTube video, which would fucking suck because every YouTube video comes with, hey, guys, welcome to my channel. I'm going to show you how to do X and such and such in X game and make sure to hit that subscribe button and like and comment. And, you know, last week we were playing this game and dot, 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 and then five <laughs> minutes later, uh, they actually get to the thing you're fucking looking for. Um, yeah. Well, may maybe there'll be like a community feedback system. So if someone like takes forever to get to the point, like it gets voted down and like the more useful videos get like pushed to the top. Yeah, but that also sucks because like, I don't want to like go in there and watch 20 videos to find the one that actually I had the that. thing I was looking for. Like it's, it's. I, I well, I'm being a little pessimistic on this, not knowing exactly yeah. how it works, but it. I, yeah, I imagine the first parties the are gonna do it, but like, yeah. Assassin's Creed comes out, I fucking doubt. I doubt they're gonna make a thousand videos to show exactly where every feather is that you have to collect and shit like that. Like, that's so much work to do, man. So much work. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. Um. 
I, I, I was more excited with how fast the interface was. They're showing uh, uh, the picture-in-picture thing was really cool to see. You know, you can have something up while you're playing the game. Um, uh, the party system was great because you can not only are is there a chat, but you can also share content while you're in the chat. Uh, God, what yeah. else? They also um, said after the fact that the party is going to be multi-platform. Yes. So you can bring in, like, if you're on mobile, you can bring in mobile. I would love to see a PC client because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm usually on PC, like, using Discord and shit. But if they had a PC client that I connect to, like, a party chat with people on console and then with people on mobile, like, that would be cool if everyone's just connected. Yeah. That would be cool. And we'll have to wait and see if that comes through. Um, all in all, like I was excited for it. Um, they also announced that um, screenshots and videos um, can be taken at a 4K resolution, which, cool. That's going to tank your fucking memory, <laughs> but cool. That's my dogs, ignore them. Um <laughs> So my brother brought his dog over, which is fine. I love having him over. But when his dog and my dog get together, they do that. Oh, what's he got? Like a little like, Yorkie? No, it's a fucking Jack Russell Terrier like mine. Oh, okay. Like we're positive from the same litter, but like they, 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 they will play until they physically can't play anymore and then keep playing. Like it's neither of them want to stop once they get started. It's really frustrating. <laughs> I've had moments where, like, once they leave, like, my dog, like, collapses. And she's like, I'm just going to lie here for the next, like, 30 hours. Because <laughs> she's just so exhausted from playing. Like, they, they rile each other up. It's really frustrating. Um, but, no, um, the screenshot system looks really good, uh, which is they're showing off right now. It's all done in menu, and it's really quick. It's really fast. Um, videos are recorded at 4 can be recorded at 4K, which... If it's recording like they're in the background, like that's gonna tank your memory. If you save like a 15 minute clip yeah. with a 4K resolution, fuck, dude, that is gonna tank your memory. Um, um, here's what I don't, uh, here's what I don't like is that, yeah, and this is the same problem I have with the PS4, which they, they didn't say anything about. They, my problem with them showing off the thing is that they're gonna only tell us what they want us to know about it. Yes. Um, whereas like the Xbox stuff, People people have been making videos about the Xbox for like they've had them for three weeks now and they've just been coming yeah. out with video, video, video. Whereas no one's touched the PlayStation yet. Um, so I don't know, like I can only trust what Sony is telling me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only know what Sony's telling me about it. And yeah, which is another thing I want to get into. Let's take like what they tell you with a grain of salt because yeah. we're seeing what they want to see. <laughs> so, so what at this screen I pause at here looks exactly like what I don't like about the PlayStation 4, which is um, it's showing me stuff that I don't want. I don't want to look at like it's showing me like the PlayStation now icon and the PlayStation plus icon and the share play button. And yeah, like I just, I, I just only want to see the stuff that I want to look at, which is just like my games and my my apps, um, like people shit on the PS3 UI, but at least with the PS3 UI, everything was in its own place. Like my games yeah. were not mixed with my music. It wasn't mixed with my Netflix. It wasn't mixed with like nothing was mixed together. It all has its own section. 
Yeah. And that's my problem with the PS4 and the PS5, what it looks like, is that it's doing the same thing where when you launch a thing, it puts it first in the menu and just everything goes there and it gets cluttered for shit that you don't really want to use. And yeah. you can never like hide the icon. Like I've got that stupid fucking share play uh, PS4 thing. I forget what it is. Like the PS4 like camera thing. I've never had a PS4 camera. Never fucking downloaded that app. Never anything. But that app is like locked on my PS4 forever. And I never. I'm never gonna use it. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's a frustrating situation. There should be. Hopefully, we'll have an option to like customize like your interface. Take some shit out that you don't need. We'll see. Like maybe it's never gonna happen, but we'll see. It's still pretty early on, and hopefully, when it comes out, we'll have more people talking about. Oh, here's some shitty thing. Like Sony didn't tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really annoying about the UI. Like, um, the we'll, UI we'll is really cool. Down to waiting and seeing. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's it's really cool to see, and it's definitely cleaner than the PS4 one. But you're right. There's still annoying things about like apps you can't get rid of, um, apps you can't clear out, um. Oh God! What else? Uh, there's a lot of functions that are up, they're leaving up to devs to like put in that you know they're under no obligation to actually use. So it's a yeah. feature that might go missing on some other like AAA multi console games. And then I remember like speaking to PS3 again. PS3, remember PS3 had the setting where you could be like, as long as you had a disc in thing, you could set it to like just launch straight into the disc. Yes. Like don't even go into the UI. Just go. Just boot the game when I turn my thing on. Um, not not so much necessary anymore because like I never close my games. I always just suspend everything like indefinitely. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, but you know this is this is this is like cool. What they didn't show was um, quick resume. Like Xbox has quick resume, Mm -hmm. so like people have demonstrated like loading five different Xbox games. And just jumping in between them, and it, it remembers exactly where you left off. Even after um, Alana Pierce had a video where she unplugged her uh, Xbox for 24 hours, plugged it back in, and all her games were still exactly where she left them, and she could just jump right back in. Yeah, and, uh, that was fucking crazy. I was like, wow, that's they, they haven't super shown anything helpful. like that for um, PlayStation yet. Which, yeah, realistically, no one's going to be having fucking 12 games backgrounded on their thing. But, you know, I play a lot of different games. So sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm playing like Ori in the Blind Forest and then someone might send me an invite for some like Destiny and, you know, I'll jump into some Destiny. It'd be nice if my Ori was still exactly where I left it uh, when I got back to it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it reminds me of like, you know, when you're a kid. And you're playing a game and someone comes by like, oh, we're leaving. And you're like, oh, let me get to a save point. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't have to worry about, even if like you're in the middle of a cutscene, you can just be like, okay, then rest, come back, pick up right where you left off. Like, that's actually like awesome. my thing was um, Star Fox 64 was like, because that's a game that doesn't, it's like run based. So you have to like finish the game because there's no saving. Yes. Um, so like I would leave that game running for <laughs> for like like twenty four hours until I can get back to it um, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So th- some stuff like that, you know, like quick resume, quick uh, uh, like quick quick sleep options. Like those are really cool, and I want to see more of that. You know, more functional stuff is what I want to see. 
Yeah. Also, um, Destruction All Stars, seventy dollars. Um, but it's cool because you can run around. <laughs> and for those of you who don't or who weren't here, uh, we talked about this game a couple weeks ago on the podcast, and all the comments were like, "It's so cool, you can run around." Like getting out of the car is a fucking game changer. <laughs> and we couldn't tell if they were like real or sarcastic. <laughs> I think I think they're real. You'd you be surprised. So? <laughs> oh, I hope not. Like it, it looks like a it looks okay, but is that game worth seventy dollars? Like really, really, I really? Seen anything about it? That's the thing is we, no one fucking knows because no one's played it yet, right? Exactly. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, they have they have stuff on here, but. As far as I know, no one has a PS5. No one's no one's like has hands on with the thing yet. But they have Uncharted Lost Legacy. I would love to know what the features of that are on PS5. But they've never said anything about it until this video came out and then, "Oh, look, our friend's streaming Uncharted Lost Legacy. Let's take a look." And you're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> like, let's take a closer look at that, man. Like, you're just not going to glance over that like it's like, oh, by the way, Lost Legacy PS5. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's still so much we don't know about PS5. Yeah. It's coming out in less than a month. Yeah, it, it's hard to get excited with how little we know about it. I have a buddy of mine who, like, who uh, asked me if I pre-ordered my PS5 yet. Like, he's expected me to do it. And I'm like, no. Why would I pre-order? I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> We got like less than a month before this comes out, and I know dick all about it. Plus, like none of the games they're dropping like look like day one buys to me. Oh yeah, can you get that Devil May Cry special edition? Whatever the I can get the special edition content on my PS4 though. Like oh yeah, like the yeah. only thing that they're adding is like oh you can play as Nero now in the campaign, like a new Nero get like gameplay and. I can just buy that expansion on my PS4. Which don't get me wrong, Devil May Cry 5 is like it's gonna look amazing in 4K, but I'm fu- I'm happy on 1080p. The game already runs at 60 FPS, which is all I need on my TV. Like I get I'm not the target demo for this. I'm the guy who wants I'm the guy who just bought a new like five they, they want to get the guy who just bought a new five thousand dollar four K TV with uh <laughs> With fucking um, God, oh, with OLED and uh, fucking 120 hertz refresh rate for whatever reason, and that guy needs to justify to himself dropping all this dime on a TV. Who's <laughs> like that's who that's... Ratchet and Clank. That's not a launch game. Nope, that's the thing people keep forgetting. That's not coming out day one. <laughs> Which I'll be—I've never been a, a huge Ratchet and Clank fan, but I did play their uh, their new game on uh, their their remake on PS4. Yeah, phenomenal. I became a Ratchet and Clank fan right. after that. That was my game of the year when that came out. I remember that. Yeah, I played it on your recommendation. I loved it. That was the first game in a while that I played, finished, and then jumped right back into the uh, to a new game plus, which I yeah. never fucking do. Yeah, that, that's what got me to go check it out. And I still waited until it was free on PlayStation Plus, and I did, I did the same thing. <laughs> I played it start to finish and then restarted it. It's, just, it's a fun game, man. If you guys take anything from this podcast, go fucking play Ratchet and Clank. Usually I said uh, like the new one, so fuck I know a lot of fans didn't like it, 
But here's the thing. Quick secret for you guys. I'm not a Ratchet and Clank fan. <laughs> so I liked it. <laughs> um, God, what else? We got to go over. Um, so that's the PlayStation Hour. <laughs> yeah, there's more later. Yeah, um, we did get some new uh, games coming on Xbox Game Pass for console and PC, which I was just telling Wasabi earlier. I just renewed my subscription because my card got lost and I forgot to put my new card on. So I had to go fuck around with that. Um, we got some great games coming out, dude. Uh, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition is dropping. Uh, that dropped October 15th. So all, all, all these games until I, except for three, are already out. Uh, Age of Empires 3 is already out on Game Pass. Uh, Heave Ho is out on Game Pass for PC. Uh, Katana Zero is out on Game Pass for Android console and PC, which I'm excited. I've wanted to play Katana Zero for a very, very long time. Yeah. It looks like Hotline Miami with ninjas, and I'm okay with that. Uh, they also specify that's out on Android as well. Yes. Uh, yes. On, are they talking specific? Is that like xCloud they're talking about, or is that like... Running the... natively on Android? I doubt it. It's got to be on like xCloud. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Great game. Which is also out on console on PC. I, everyone tells me that. Dude, I, I have a weird love-hate relationship with the Tales of games. Like, everyone tells me, oh, this is the one to get into. And then I play it, and I'm like, and I, I drop it after, like, 20 hours. Uh, if they're not saying Tales of Symphonia, they're wrong. Okay, I've played Tales of Symphonia, yeah. Tales of Abyss. Uh, what was that other one that came out with the two playable characters? What was it? God damn it. Oh, uh, Zesteria. Zelia. Tales oh, of Zelia. Yeah. I played all three of them. I dropped them all after like 20 hours. I just, well, that's your fault, man. It. Look, Telezymphonia is like, that game gets fucking deep, dude. There's like racism. There's genocide. There's... um. Fuck like, it. I have that at home. Why do I got to play a game to get that? <laughs> <laughs> why do I, well, I got to play a game to get that much less weight, like 100 hours? <laughs> But no, uh, joking aside, like I I'm probably gonna boot up Vesperia because everyone tells me, every fucking Tales of fan tells me a different game to start with. No, they're like wrong. It's just Symphonia. <laughs> that's the only one that's gotten. Well, okay, that was before they started like doing remasters. That was the first and only one that ever got a remaster. Um, and then they started doing like the rest of them. But that just goes to show they know what the good one was. They know what the one everyone <laughs> wanted was. And then they did the rest of them. I'll, I'll give it a try again. Um, I think my problem is that I'm playing them. Um, I'm trying to play it like it's Devil May Cry and it's not. Oh, yeah. It's Final Fantasy with like action combat. And I think yeah. if I change my mindset, I might enjoy it more. Um, we also have uh, Swords of Ditto, Mormo's Curse, which the Swords of Ditto, the first Swords of Ditto game I heard was really good. It's like a Zelda-esque like parody game, or am I thinking of it'll do? But uh Dill is cool. Um it's not what you think it is. It has some issues, but oh, yeah. it's fun. Hold on, it's jets flying. <laughs> While that jet's flying, um Swords Ditto, uh, that's out already on PC. Um these game these next games are coming out later. Uh so we have Scorchbringer coming out on console October 21st. Uh, Cricket 19 coming out on console October 22nd 
and Superland coming out on console October 22nd as well. Um, all in all, man, uh, we've talked about on the podcast before, Game Pass is a great deal. I think it's like, what, $10 a month on PC right now? You get access to all these games. Like, it's it's a great deal. And more games are coming out soon. Um, dr- one I've been waiting for until I bought it on Switch, Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition is coming out on Xbox Game Pass in December. Yeah. So that's something, that's something to look forward to. I actually did want to um, mention um, Superland a little bit. It's unfortunate that that's only on console because that is on PC on Steam right now. And oh, yeah? that game is actually pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I love that game is actually pretty fucking awesome. Well, because no one knows about it and um, no one knows about it. I played it and it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Um, uh, what is it? It's uh, you're like a. Uh, it's hard to explain, man. You're like it's called Superland because you're tiny, and like you're in like um, you're you're small, and it's like a big. Everything else is big, like Honey I Shrunk the Kids kind of. Um, and it's just like it's a 3D platform adventure game, basically. Um, there's a demo for it on Steam, so I might download that. Yeah. The yeah. description. This is like actually actual description from the Steam page. It says. Try the demo, a mix between Portal, Zelda, and Metroid. Explore, solve puzzles, beat up monsters, and find secrets with new abilities that help you reach new places. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, all right, I, I'm cool with that. That sounds right up my alley. I'm probably going to download the demo. Yeah, um, great game. Um, and also in some quickie news, uh, we got some new details on the voice chat functionality coming to PS5, which we went over a little bit with their voice chat system um, that it's going to be like, it's a more kind of word it engaged chat. So well, you, you can uh, actually share stuff while you're gaming, but here, here's, here's the thing I don't know this. about. Okay. There, there, was, there was a problem. So, okay. So right. they came out with um, PlayStation four update 8.0.0 came out and mm-hmm. um, people, people got upset. So look, I don't go on Twitter a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> But Twitter fucking, you know, always find something to complain about. So uh, this is what what they found. They said, yeah, well, anyone going to acknowledge this? The party system is so messed up, too. The invite menu is awful. But he's talking about this. He's talking about this message that pops up saying voice chats may be recorded for moderation by joining. You agree to being re- being recorded. Um, so people were like, oh shit, man, Sony's fucking spying on us, man. This is crazy. They're not even telling people about this. Um, I mean, they are telling people about it, but that's how you yeah. found out. They told you about it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so people, people were up in arms about this and fucking, so Sony had to come out and was like, no, the dumbasses, we're not fucking recording your chats. I mean, we are, but not for the reasons you think. It's because on the on the PS5, you can you can submit your voice chat if someone's like fucking with you or like trolling you or something. Someone swears at you. You can um, you can you can report them and then send the recording of what you reported uh, to Sony for for moderation. See, that doesn't sound so bad. Like. I bet those are the same people that like copy and paste that. I do not give Facebook permission to use my images, even though yeah. they're fucking. That's not how that works at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, um, that's so annoying. Here's what I don't. 
Here's what I don't fully understand about this. It sounds like it's only yeah. for like party chat. But if you're in a party chat, typically you're in with like people you know. Yeah, I was about to trust. say, like, you wouldn't um, really get trolled in a party chat. Yeah, unless like someone invites like a random guy you don't know to the chat and he's like fucking with everyone. Um at that point just kick him out. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But like I can understand if if it recorded like your Call of Duty match and you know there was like a random asshole in there just fucking spouting bullshit and you want to report that, like that makes sense. Yeah. Um But your party chat doesn't make sense. Like I'm actually surprised I'm I'm actually surprised it's not that. Because yeah, because yeah, this this seems like a much more like rarer occurrence than that. But. Yeah. I mean maybe it will be that later. They're just like working it out on a on a more stable system now. I don't know. But we'll set the wait and see what happens. Yeah. Um, they came out and said, note that this feature would not actively monitor or listen to your conversations ever. It's strictly reserved for reporting online abuse or harassment. So people fucking calm down. Yeah. I mean Which which basically like in English means that they don't have access to those recordings until you send it to them. Yeah. And um, like if you really want to like get up in arms, like you got a you got a cell phone on you, right? Like if you're worried about being recorded, uh don't point at PlayStation, motherfucker. Like, you're being, rec- you got a phone. You're being recorded. Yeah. So stop bitching. Um, something that is worth bitching about, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, is that Facebook's account verification system on their uh, Oculus what was it the Oculus Quest Two. Yeah. Um. So if you guys don't remember, uh, we reported on a story a little while ago that. Uh, Facebook is now making uh, verifications mandatory on their Quest 2. Well, actually, all their Oculus stuff, right? Uh, or is it the Quest 2? I can't remember. The Quest uh, 2 is going to require it, but everything, the old stuff will still work. Um, if I remember correctly, the old stuff will still work without requiring it. Yeah. The big problem, though, is that this is people do something people are experiencing now is it's kind of leaving your system dead if you don't verify. So, you know, that's kind of a bummer. You drop all this money on it. Now you got to fucking set up a Facebook account to get it to work. That's frustrating as shit. Yeah. But not only that, it's, um, even people with like legitimate accounts, there's like some like authorization that's going through and it's, it's saying, um, you can't use Facebook because your account or activity on it didn't follow our community standards. We've already reviewed this decision and it cannot be reversed. So even people who like have legitimate accounts are getting disabled because of some backend thing that's happening and denying them uh, after the fact. So frustrating, man. Like, my God. <laughs> like, Facebook is fucked, man. I actually... Uh, Something reminded me to delete my account the um the other day, and I went ahead and did that. Oh yeah. So <laughs> good. <laughs> it's just uh, it's such a frustrating situation, dude. Like I'd be I'd be pissed if I I bought this thing, and these Quest twos aren't cheap, man. And now because of some bullshit on Facebook's end, it's fucking useless. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so frustrating. Um, hopefully this gets resolved. If enough people complain, hopefully this gets resolved, but we'll see what happens. I doubt it, but we'll see what happens, man. 
Um, and some other news, uh, Marvel Avengers just had their state of the game update, uh, where they were giving out a bunch. So they, they announced this on the Marvel Avengers page on the Square Enix like forums. Um, they're showing they basically, they acknowledge that, Hey, we know the launch like wasn't the best and the game was kind of shitty. So they gave everybody a bunch of, a uh, bunch of free, um, a bunch of free uh, like in-game assets, you know, currency, credits, units, stuff like that. You know your um, game's bad when two months after it launched, you got to put out a state of the game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like two months. This game came out in August. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's already fucking fucked, man. Yeah, dude, which is so frustrating. And they're announcing... A bunch of features a bunch based of feature, on fan feedback. A bunch of fixes, yeah, by the fixes. way. Um, yeah, features is the wrong word. They're, they're basically fixes. Um, like, the issues that I had, I played and completed the game with these issues. They're finally addressing right now. Um, this is the exact issue I was having with my game, where um, uh, NVIDIA-specific issues where some users have reported performance degradating over time. Um, that was my exact issue. The longer I played that game, the worse it fucking ran. Yep. Uh, that's one thing they're fixing. They're also fixing, um, apparently I didn't know this was a problem. So I never heard this before, but one of the fixes that they're announcing is mission reward clarity, improved clarity around mission specific rewards. When views, are you fucking kidding me? Did the game actively like lie to you about what you'd be earning if you did that mission? Like is that is that what I'm uh, what I'm reading here? Um, I think they would tell you what grade they would tell you what grade of reward you would get, but not the actual reward. It's uh, I think that's what that means. Like they would tell you, hey, you'll get you'll get a rare item from this, um, but they wouldn't tell you exactly what you would get. So oh, might that's, be what that that's is. like that's day one. Like that should have been there from the beginning, man. <laughs> like. If you're being vague on your mission rewards in a fucking like loot driven game, like what's wrong with you? Hey, that's 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 the game, my friend. That is what like uh, we were talking Genshin Impact for the past couple weeks. That's what that <laughs> game is. Like it's random loot boxes, and um, they're actually required to tell you the percent chance now. If you look at the chart, you have like a zero point nine percent chance at like the five star shits. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So that's um, what these games are. Another thing that caught my eye and this is something you've been bitching about since the game came out <laughs> off screen and ranged yep. enemy attack indicators. <laughs> yep. Yep. So like <laughs> it's impossible to tell is everything yeah. has a ranged attack in that game and you cannot tell what the fuck is hitting you. I mean, they give you like a, they give you like an icon and say, hey, you're about to get hit with some shit, but they're not going to tell you like where it's coming from or like when to dodge or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah. this this is a lot. I mean, it sounds like it's better. We'll, we'll see when it comes out, but I'm done yeah. with this game. Uh, <laughs> and so is like the I rest mean, of the world. Got, yeah, you played it for like two months. You finished it. Like what the fuck else is there to do with it? Like um. The, the player count is like less than 2,000 now, daily. Oh my god. And it peaked at like 30,000. 
So like, no what one's playing up, this game. What is up with Disney? Like letting these companies release these subpar games for these franchises that make them so much money. I'm sure the game sold well. Like, you know, it's got Marvel and Avengers in the title. Yeah, I'm sure it sold well, but who's playing it after? Probably nobody. They probably don't really care. Or maybe they do. They want to keep people paying. Uh, they announced some other stuff, too. You know, some extra endgame content. Uh, they did announce, hey, we're going to have some new characters coming to the game. Yeah, which, I think um, like, Hawkeye, is that is that one? I don't know shit about Marvel. Is this Hawkeye? Uh, it is Kate Bishop. I don't know who that is. So if someone wants to tell me who that is, go ahead. I think Hawkeye is a female now, and I think that's her. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm the same way. I don't know too much about Marvel. Um, especially a lot of the new Marvel stuff. Like I knew nothing about Kamala Khan until this game came out. Um, we'll have to wait. I mean, I keep saying we'll have to wait and see, but we know what the state of the, ga- state of the game's in. They had to fucking fix it. Uh, I don't think it's enough to bring people back, but I don't know. It's Marvel, so it might be. <laughs> But at the same time, anyone who wanted the game probably already got it already. Yeah. Well, it would also need a deep, deep discount, so... Yeah. We'll have to wait and see, man. Um, That's the state of Marvel Avengers. And cool news, though... (laughs) This is something I was... I read about the other day, and I was so excited to talk about this on the podcast. Um, In honor of Sega's 60th anniversary, they are releasing a ton of, like, free little games to play that you could download and keep. The first one is Streets of Kamurocho, which is a mashup of Streets of Rage 2 and Yakuza. Yeah. That is out today, and it's free to play. This looks awesome. Yeah. I need to download yeah. this. Yeah, dude, same. Like, I'm not expecting like a big game out of this. I'm not expecting like Streets of Rage 4, but that's such a cool little thing to do, man. It reminds me when uh, Street Fighter has 25th anniversary. What was that like? Fucking for like five years ago, and they did that. Uh, that Mega Man Street Fighter crossover. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's having anniversaries this year. Fucking, which I'm cool uh, with, man. If I get free shit out of it. Yeah. Um, this game looks like a lot of fun. Like I, I'm downloading it right now. Um, I don't know when I'll have time to get to it, but I really, really want to try it out. Like I like Streets of Rage. Um, I do like Yakuza. Um, it's a small download. I think it was only like, oh, someone in the chat said it was 33 megabytes. So you can download it in like not even a minute. <laughs> but it looks like fun. Like, and it's free. Like, what's what's the complaint about, man? Yeah. And they, they have other stuff. There's um, some other stuff on there. Um, Sonic 2 is free right now. Yeah. Um, they have a Golden Axe game that's going to be free. Um, I think that's coming out in a couple days. Uh, The Golden Axe one's really cool, though, because what Golden Axe does is that it's like, I guess it's an unfinished Golden Axe game that they were working on that they, that was scrapped and they just released it for free. Like, hey, here, come play it. Like, this is the idea we had before we scrapped it. Um, And there's one other game I can't remember. I think it's a Zone of Enders, like little mini game coming out, too. Yeah, um, um, they put out. There's another one, Endless Zone, which is based on their um, Endless Space. That's what I meant. I I said Zone of Enders. I meant Endless oh, Zone. Yeah. Um, 
Zone Avengers is Konami. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like there's some cool stuff coming out, man. And I think it's it's neat. Sega's doing this for the anniversary. Uh, meanwhile, you know, Nintendo has their uh, Mario anniversary and they release uh, some subpar ports of old Mario games. <laughs> I can't go one week without shit talking that, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, uh... It's mad disappointing. Well, see, people um, care about that, but they don't care about Star Wars squadrons anyway. <laughs> That's true. Um, this one I know nothing about. The next generation of Destiny. I'm going to have you take this because I don't know shit about Destiny. Um, you know, I haven't been following it too closely <laughs> myself. But well, th- what they're really, um, what they're really showing here is is not really destiny what's coming next in destiny they're talking about um how support the support for destiny and the next gen consoles um so uh yeah so you can see here like xbox series x it's going to be 4k 60 ps5 4k 60 series s though is 1080p which is which is interesting because um i thought that would at least be like a 1440p console that's what Um, i thought but they're adding FOV sliders to the consoles. Fucking awesome. Good. Yeah, we talked uh, about this. Good move. Good move. They're adding cross cross generation play. Um, which I'm assuming that means like PS4 and PS5 can play together. Mm-hmm. And they're not cross platform, but that's a step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, the and the upgrade is free. Yeah, that, that's everything. my favorite part about it is that it's a free upgrade. Yeah. They're not fucking around with it, making you buy an Ultimate Edition. Cough, cough, control, cough, cough. Um, it's a free upgrade, so that's great for Destiny 2 fans. Uh, you can keep playing the game when you buy your new system. Um, See, I don't yeah. understand why it's so easy. Why, why it's so easy for certain games to do it, but then, like, Control or Call of Duty... It's like, well, okay, if you buy this version, you got to do this, this, and this. But if you buy this version, you can just do this. But on Xbox, you got to have to do this. And if you get it on PlayStation, it's this. It's like, what's money, dude? That's what it is. It's money. They just want more money. It's maximizing profits. I guess. But, you know, you you got to know it's a bad look. You got to know it's a bad look. Yeah. Like, sometimes making money you have to do what's right for the people yeah or it can hurt you even more negatively i feel like call of duty can get away with it call of duty is almost like too big to fail yeah so i understand a game like call of duty like making this hard because it's like what are you gonna do like you want to play call of duty you want to play call of duty with your friends well fucking jump through these hoops um but a game like control <laughs> yeah which great game I'm not saying it's not a good game. It's a fantastic game, but are you really big enough to be asking for this bullshit? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's like, what I mean. Like, like it doesn't really. Like, 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 you're, you're like that girl who's not hot enough to be as bitchy as she is. is what but I'm they, but to. control the. They came out and said, "Oh, it's not possible. It's 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 impossible yeah. for us to do." And I'm like, "No, it's not." Because you accidentally did it on PS5 or PS4. 
Exactly. exactly. And they tried to hide it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. And um, then you have Destiny, which is, I mean, Destiny's still a pretty big franchise, man. Yeah. And they're, they're just like, okay, you know what? Here, make it easy. Totally free. Just it, no problems. If you own it, here it is on the new system. Like, it, there's no reason for it to be. It sh- all of them should be like that. I never thought I'd be saying this, but Destiny is the gold standard of how you should be handling this. <laughs> I don't know about that, but but yeah, just making it a free upgrade. Like, yeah, that's the that's that's that should be the golden standard. Yeah, like yeah. you own it, cool. It's free to it's free. It's a free upgrade, no hassle. <laughs> um, in other news, and this is this one caught me off guard. That Rockstar bought out Ruffian Games, the same developer that made Crackdown 2. Yeah. And they rebranded them to Rockstar Dundee. Like, I wasn't, ex- I didn't, I never heard about this until today when I was reading the show notes. That's crazy. I think they missed an opportunity to call them Rockadile Dundee, but. <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm like disappointed. That's not a thing. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Maybe next time. But yeah, um, man, like that's really cool. Like I, I do, does Ruffian Games just develop Crackdown too? They don't own the IP to Crackdown. Right, right. Microsoft, that's the Microsoft oh, IP. Yeah, so don't expect to see like Crackdown Four produced by Rockstar. But you can probably expect another super soldier slash superhero open world crime game made by Rockstar. Or at least with Rockstar resources. Uh, maybe. Uh they they did um I was trying to figure out like what else they worked on and like nothing really. <laughs> They've only done crackdown and just like some connect games. But so I'm like like why it's weird to me because crackdown two and three didn't really start any fires, man. Yeah, exactly. Um a crackdown. You could argue crackdown three specifically put some fires out. Like yeah, yeah. I would be surprised if crackdown was still a thing after crackdown three. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, they said uh, the ruffian team are a talented addition to Rockstar's global studios, and we look forward to working together on future projects. Which I mean, we'll have to wait and see what they do with it. Um. Anytime, uh, de- anytime a company as big as Rockstar buys out another developer, it's it's always interesting to pay attention to it because it could be a good or bad thing. We could get some really cool games, or we could get some shitty games because of corporate meddling, and then the company goes away forever. Cough, cough, Gorilla Games. Cough, cough. Whoever made Dead Space? Who was that again? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who made Dead Space. Um, Irrational. It wasn't irrational. Was it irrational? No. God damn it. I gotta Google it now. Hold up. Two never. seconds. I've actually never played Dead Space. I played like the you... demo of the first one. Even though I have them all, I have all the all the games. <laughs> you should play Dead Space. It is I didn't visceral. Visceral uh-huh. game. I did not play Dead Space till about maybe two years ago. I first played on PC. Holy shit. It is phenomenal. Like that is the like survival horror game. I didn't know I wanted. I, I hate myself 
for waiting as long as I did on it. It's really good. You should play Dead Space. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I got to go back to. Um, do it. Do it, 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 do it. But yeah, so. Yeah, that's uh, Ruffian Games joining Rockstar. Yep. I'd love to see what they put out next, man. Yeah, dude. That's, Same. That's a weird one. But. Yeah. Um, we also have a fan made sequel to Dark Souls called Dark Souls Nightfall. Which yeah. I'm not I'm not deep in the Dark Souls lore. Uh neither am I. So it's weird that Dark Souls does have a sequel, Dark Souls 2. But apparently <laughs> but apparently this is a more direct sequel to Dark Souls using the in-game lore. Yeah. And it's they pretty- say a lot of stuff that I don't understand. Like they they talk a lot about characters and names and events i don't recognize because i'm not i don't know shit about dark souls but that is very ballsy to make a sequel to a game that already has a sequel (laughs) you know what Um, i mean yeah they said it's a direct sequel to dark souls with expanded lore that aims not to clash with the base game uh heavily modified faster paced combat system which I'm for because I hate the Dark Souls games because they're so slow. Um, it's one of the reasons why I like Bloodborne. Um, I like that so fast paced. Like yeah. it rewards you for getting up in that ass. Um, and I like that. I like that too, but I don't like you know how Bloodborne runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That game runs like dog shit on PS4. Um, which doesn't have to. That's a whole other can of worms. I'm not going to open up right now. We'll talk um, about that. We'll talk about that later. We got something for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I really like this. It's a heavily. I love that it's a faster paced combat system. Um, it's going to include modified enemies with heavily modified animations. So they're going all out on this. They're not copying and pasting shit over. Uh, the yeah. models are the same, but they're doing a lot of retexturing um, and changing of existing character models and enemy models. Um. They showed off some of the work. Um, there are some, they experimented with some new characters, NPCs with new voice acting. Like it's, it's, there's a lot they're doing for this, which I love seeing stuff like this. I love seeing uh, fans working on, uh, working on shit like this. Cause you know, they do what the fans want. They literally are the fans of the game. So it's really cool to see shit like this. Uh, I, I say more power to them, man. Good luck to you guys. Like, I might go back play Dead Space or Dead Space Dark Souls One, <laughs> so I can play your fan made sequel like with context. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else we got? Oh, some new trailers. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um. Announced their new two new trailers: Rides of the Dark Future and twenty seventy seven in style, which shows off a couple things. Uh, Rides of the Dark Future. Shows off more of the vehicles, the vehicle customization you'll experience in Cyberpunk. Which, god damn it, man. Like, I, I'm i trying, like, not to spoil so much of the game for myself by watching all these trailers. But it all just looks so good, dude. Like, the customization for the vehicles are insane. Yeah. There's so many different types of vehicles you can drive. Like, cars, trucks, tanks, fucking vans, semis. Like, my god, man. Again, I'm watching this for the first time. 
didn't even realize the game was like this open. This like, uh, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto esque. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Everything I've seen to this point has just been like rooms and like a building or like just a section of a thing. Like I didn't, I didn't think you'd be able to just drive onto like. A, a platform with people on it and run them over. But, you know, I guess I should have expected that. But again, I've, I've been avoiding everything about this game. So with good reason, like I want to get into this game like fresh. But God, it looks so good. Um, Their next trailer. um, After the Rise of Dark Future. Are there the 2077 in style trailer? Which shows off just that, the style of cyberpunk, you know, what characters wear, what characters look like, uh, what they fuck with. Like, it's crazy, dude. Like, the they put so much work, not just into the visual style, but, like, why these characters would dress that way. Or the modifications they'd have based on, like, you know, their class or their, uh, what groups they mess with. It's really, really cool. Like, there's a lot of attention to detail here. Based on how characters look. And again, it goes deeper than that. The modifications they have, why they have them. Like, that's all really thought out. And it's really cool to see. I love it. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love it. Yeah, me neither. But I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, There's even, like, a whole, like, corporate fashion style that's based on, like, really sleek, black. Uh, corporate looks like ah, oh, there's so much work that like all the NPCs look different. Like, yes, there's not there's not a single person that looks copy pasted from anyone else. Not just that, but like the way they dress, you can tell like what group they're with, like based on like what they're wearing. Even though they don't dress the same, you can bet like what group they're in, what wealth class they're in, what t- what side of town they're from, based on what they're wearing, and that's really cool. Yeah, it's like uh, San Andreas. If they wore green, you know the Grove Street, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like that, but so much deeper. Like, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, God, every time I, I see stuff for this game, I just, I get, my erection gets harder and harder, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also got a new look at the new Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, game. But they look at Spider-Cat. Um, he's got a cat. Yep. And um, they were wondering, like, oh, what does the cat do? Well, they, they show you what the cat does in this. But it's not, like, till the very end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cat's got a little mask. kind of hangs out on your uh, hangs out in your backpack. There are some moves of the cat. It looks like there might be some moves of the cat comes out and scratches people up. But it's a cool thing, man. I mean, the internet loves cats. So good move on you guys for incorporating, incorporating that into Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, we also got a trailer, another trailer of their Untold Chronicles from 100 Years Past um, trailer series, which shows off some of the characters and factions you'd be dealing with in uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Um, we got a look at the Yiga clan, um, those um, those like those ninja guys from Breath of the Wild that really like bananas for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> we got to look at them, not just them, but their, their leader, Koga. Which, this is one thing I love about Hyrule Warriors, man. Like, now that they've added voice acting to it, the character really shows up a lot more 
in the yeah. game. You know what I mean? Like, like Zelda characters have always been these like really animated, larger than life like people, uh, but actually putting a voice to it, it's 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 it's, it's so much better. Like, I love it. I love seeing that. Um, this is another, again, dude, like this is another game I'm really excited for. Like, we're going to see a lot of really cool shit with the new Hyrule Warriors game. And uh, I'm excited to be seeing it. I can't wait. What about you? I know you're excited for this game. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to buy another Switch for it. Ah, just do it. Stop being a baby. Just buy it. <laughs> just buy it. And then you can buy Pokemon. And we can talk shit about it together. <laughs> Um, I, I did. I was able to like dump my current like switch uh, info. I was able to dump it and get it into like the emulator on PC. Um, but like people were talking about how good that emulator is. It doesn't run very well for me. I don't know. Like I wasn't trying to play a demanding game. I put um, Cadence of Hyrule on it and it barely fucking barely works. Maybe there's some stuff you got to fuck around with. I don't know. Maybe. Um, in less exciting news, because you all know how I feel about Assassin's Creed, uh, <laughs> we got a deep dive trailer of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I mean, it looks like an Assassin's Creed game, man. <laughs> um, another one where people are going crazy about the cats. Apparently, there's some cat shit in this as well. Which, like, I mean, that's cool, but. I, I'm both like impressed and kind of I'm, I'm impressed and I like to shit talk like how far Assassin's Creed has come since the first game. Yeah. Like look at this. Like I didn't know assassins like sieged villages <laughs> like this. Like these guys like knocked down like a moat and like sieged a bunch of people. Like, I didn't know that's how assassins operated. <laughs> Um, but whatever, like, I know it's not the games have changed. There's a lot of lore stuff with this game that I understand, but it's so funny to see like Assassin's Creed one, which was like a heavy stealth game versus this. Like this, this looks like a Witcher game. They're, they're barely, a- actually, that's what a lot of people were saying. was like, man, it looks, they're just copying the Witcher, but I don't know. This game looks okay. Um, but yeah, they have, they definitely have gotten away from the assassins part of Assassin's Creed. Like those first couple games, you could not like fight head on. Like you can kind of do one, one on one stuff, but if there were like more than like two motherfuckers fighting you, you had to run or you were getting fucked. But now it's just like, I'm going to take out everyone here and just, you can just fight dudes without any yeah, you can fucking sit here with like an axe and a shield and just fuck up motherfuckers like yeah which is cool man like that's the game people want to play like that's the game people want to play um and it's it is cool to be seeing that happening I'm, I'm still here's my problem with assassin's creed they're so far into the franchise like how lost am i gonna be if i jump into this game you're like, not because they've they've abandoned <laughs> They've yeah. abandoned all previous bullshit, so... Yeah, okay. The top comment is some dude who's like, yes, Ubisoft, yes, this is what I wanted to see. I'm going to add <laughs> on that same thing I did last time, but whatever. Um, 
shit talking aside, like it doesn't look like it's going to be a good game. Um, it's they're not bad not, games. Like they're, yeah, they're um, not bad games. Like for I, I've said this before on the show, formulas work for a reason, man. And this formula definitely works. Um, it's just I think people are getting like tired of the same stuff. Like it's kind of like what, what like Telltale Games was doing was they were putting out a bunch of shit. And people just stopped fucking with it, even though they were great fucking games. People just didn't care anymore because that the charm wear off if you're just getting yeah. that, getting it over and over again. Yeah, just one after another. And um, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of what's happening here is that people just don't. Who just keep seeing it and they're like, "Man, another one, another one." The immortal words of DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, um, we'll have to we'll have to see. I, this game's gonna come out. People are gonna like it. Like those Assassin's Creed fans are gonna play it. They're gonna like it. Um, I might pick it up on sale because everyone's telling me that I don't have to play the older Assassin's Creed games to play these new ones. Yeah, and these new ones they look like fun. Um, in other news, uh, this is something I should be more excited about is uh, they showed off a new trailer for the new Guilty Gear game, Guilty Gear Strive. Um, I've never played any of the new Guilty Gear games, which is a shame because I have played uh, Guilty Gear X. I like that a lot. And I've been told that these games are really similar to Guilty Gear X. Um, But graphically, this one thing I love about the new Guilty Gear games is the graphics. Like it's this good match of like 2D and 3D, 2D gameplay with 3D models. Like yeah, it's they, a really they do it the game. best. Yeah, dude, I agree. Um, and this character they're showing off, Giovanna, looks fucking interesting. It's like it's this girl who does martial arts, but she has like this JoJo-esque wolf stand that like follows her around that looks really cool. And the way she plays, she looks like a kind of technical rushdown character, which is fun. I love rushdown characters in fighting games. Those are the characters that gravitate towards the most, and that that looks like how she plays. Um, ah, this looks so good, dude. I need to pick up a new Guilty Gear. I'm probably gonna pick this one up when it comes out. I need a new fighting game. I'm so bad at anime fighters, dude. I can't. Guilty Gear is a bit more toned down than most anime fighters. Like, no, it's I think not. Blaze, like, <laughs> I think so. Well, I haven't played the new one. I've only played X, and that feels super toned down to me. Uh, I've to, like, only I've only played the old ones, and. Yeah. It was like I, I will give you. It's not as bad as Blaze Blue, but like it's still, um, it's still fucked. <laughs> uh, the top comment for this trailer is "Strive is now officially a good game." You can in fact pet the dog. <laughs> I both love and hate these pet the dog memes so much. Um, and it's something nobody saw coming. Uh, Smite is having a new uh, character battle pass. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Smite. Yeah. So if you play Smite... I, I was not expecting this. Um, now, these aren't like new characters. These are based on existing characters or skins for the existing characters. Yeah, but it's still cool as shit. Like, <laughs> I love Ninja Turtles, so seeing this, like, ooh, I think I want to play Smite now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about Smite is based on like 
world mythology. So it's all based on like Greek mythology and uh, like Egyptian mythology. And so you see characters like Zeus and yeah. uh, Quetzalcoatl and like stuff yeah, like, like that. You, yeah, like Osiris, Loki. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I, I wish I, I've been told it's cool. I, I'm not a huge fan of MOBAs. That's why I've stayed away from it. But I like these Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> that might be enough to get me into it. Uh, Smite's pretty good. If I had to play a MOBA, it'd be that one. I actually I played like, it for a little bit. If I, had to play, if I had to play a MOBA, I'd rather not play a MOBA. Well, I've, I've, I played it for a little bit. It's it's pretty oh, fun. Yeah. I'll check it out. Maybe we can stream it sometime. You can show me around. I get my ass kicked. Well, I'm not good at it either. I'm just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got a trailer for a new game called The Wandering Village, which I don't know what this is. It kind of reminds me of uh, Xenoblade with this whole like life. There's this whole like city on top of like a giant titan creature. Yeah. But it doesn't really show me how the game's going to play. If I had to guess, it looks like a city management game. But I'm not entirely sure like what to expect here. Or how the fact that your whole like city is built on top of like this giant dinosaur thing, how that's going to affect the game. Yeah, um, I love the look of it. I love the look of it too. Um, it's on kicks. It's live on Kickstarter. So that's the thing about the game. It's a Kickstarter game. Uh, you could donate to it starting October thirteenth. It's running till November thirteenth. So if this game, there's probably more stuff on their Kickstarter page. So I recommend you know if you're listening and it sounds interesting, you check it out. Um, but it looks interesting. I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on this game. We also got a new trailer. Uh, it's a new update for Terraria called Journey's Actual End, which sounds like an actual, like, end game for Terraria. Yeah, so they put out the patch. There was a patch, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago where they said there was, this is it. This is the end of Terraria. Um... But I guess they were like, "No, no, son. There's more, we got one more for you." And I, I think this. <laughs> oh, damn! That's a short trailer. It's a sixteen-second yeah, trailer. But yeah, so I think this is the actual end of end of content. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, man. Terraria's been around forever, so it's good for them for like finding an end game for it. It gives those devs a chance to work on something else. Yeah, I think they are working on. Oh no, that's. Uh, I thought they were working on that like Harry Potter like wizardry thing, but that's um the Stardew Valley guys, I think. Yeah. Um, we also got this game. I've been excited for for a while. I've wanted to talk about this in the podcast for a minute. Uh, since the day I, I saw this game on Reddit weeks ago, it's called uh, Noita N O I T A. Here's what's cool about this game. Every pixel in this game is interactable and they interact with each other. So like um, pixels that are grass will like burn up. Uh, every pixel can flow, crumble, shatter, or burn, depending on what you're doing. It's really, really cool the way the game works. Like everything works off of each other. Elements work well off of each other. So imagine like, like Breath of the Wild. You know how if things are wet, you can't climb it. If your suit's made of metal, it attracts lightning. 
imagine that, but on a much larger scale. There's a whole game built around these things yeah. working off each other. And this is what you got. Like, it looks really, really cool. Like, this game's... Looking at this game, I know it's going to get really crazy really fast, but I'm into it. Um, yeah, I really like games that have systems that work together in unpredictable ways. Yeah. Um, that's kind of one of the big things where, like, people found out about Super Mario Maker is that, okay, what happens when you, like, Bowser runs into, a, when you put wings on a Bowser, what happens? And, you know, you do it and it just, it, you find out and it's like, oh, I never expected that. Um, This is that, like, to the, like, millionth degree, though. Yes. Where every pixel can, like, interact with each other. Yeah. And that's really cool to see. Like, you can completely... If, if you if you know how these pixels work, you can completely wipe out a map and then rechange how you want. Kind of like a kind of like um, goddamn red faction. How like oh, every yeah. chunk of the map you can like dig tunnels and holes through. It kind of reminds me of that, but to, to like the ump degree. Um, I'm into it, dude. Like this is a game I, I really want to check out. And here's the next story. This is why I bit my tongue earlier when talking about Bloodborne. Someone managed. <laughs> To make a hack for Bloodborne on PS4, on PS4 Pro, to run at 60 FPS. Now, this is a long video. It's about a 15-minute video because he didn't he, he did more than just flip a switch and call it a day. There's a lot of shit you had to do because the game, predictably, because I don't care what you say about From Software, their coding is garbage. So much of the game is tied to the frame rate that bumping up the frame rate from 30 to 60 completely fuck the game speed so he had to go in and fix that along with other things that he wasn't expecting from from software's shitty coding but he at the end of the day he managed to get it to work he got the game to run at 60 frames per second on ps4 pro which pisses me off because why can't from software do that when this guy can <laughs> Yeah, I've I have no idea what tools he's using to actually do this. Me neither. Um but it's fucking impressive, man. Yeah, dude, and the game looks so much better. And it's all stable. Like I'm looking at this, I'm not seeing at least not noticeably like any drops here in frames. Yeah. Like if you get about ten minutes into it, you can see some actual gameplay of him just like fighting some bosses, and it looks great. And this is what kept me from like finishing Bloodborne. I tried to get into it, but that game runs not just like at a, a thirty, but like an unstable thirty. Yeah, it dips at like single digits sometimes, and I, I couldn't. It was making me sick, dude. I got sick of playing it. But this, if this game had released with this sixty FPS patch day one, I would have been into it, dude. At least on the PS4 Pro. And this is it. It's running on native hardware. Like, he didn't fuck with anything else in the PS4 Pro system itself. This is running on native PS4 Pro hardware. And it pisses me off that, like, From Software can't do it. God, I'm mad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, this would be, this would be like a selling factor or, you know, a deciding factor on whether they're going to buy a PS5 or shit like that. And, it's just crazy. I mean, like Demon Souls remaster is is big, but a lot of people just want to play Bloodborne in a good way, and 
yeah, if, if this guy shows that it can be done, it's just on Sony or from software to do it. Yeah. Um, the guy who did this, his name's uh, Lance McDonald. Uh, he admitted in the uh, comments that he is planning on releasing the patch publicly, but after the PS5 has released. Because yeah. he wants to get Sony. A, Sony hasn't been exactly clear on whether Bloodborne is going to be enhanced on PS4, on PS5. So he wants to give them a chance to like try to put 60 FPS out on it and enhance the game first. But that's my question is how do you how how do you get this without like modding modding your PS4? Like I don't understand what how you get this. I don't understand either. And I know like whatever method he's gonna be we're gonna be doing to get this on my system. I'm going to have to like, I'm going to fucking get banned from PSN. <laughs> you know, I'm going to avoid my warranty, get banned from PSN, all that shit. God, dude, the more I watch this, like, the cooler it looks like. Yeah, it's making me want to play Bloodborne again. It makes me want to play Bloodborne too. And then I'm going to boot it up and be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get sad again. Um, God damn, this is so good. Like from software, fucking get on it, dude. Come on. Get your shit together. Um, in releases, uh, it's a pretty light week, but we got a couple games coming out, man. We have uh, Amnesia Rebirth is coming out October 20th, which we talked about this before, is not a remake of Amnesia. Yeah. Amnesia Rebirth is a totally new game uh, in the Amnesia universe, in the Amnesia mythos. Um, it looks interesting i've never played i've never played amnesia before but i i know what the games are about man like everyone does um but amnesia rebirth it looks like it's supposed to be more of a return to form to what the older amnesia games did that's what they're promising um a lot of fans didn't like a machine for pigs which i don't understand why it looked like amnesia one to me but i'm sure there are some people in the podcast who are like how dare you say that? This is why it's so much worse. You should kill yourself for not knowing this obscure <laughs> fact. Yeah, I've um, never played but, Amnesia, even though there's not another series where I have every game but never played it. Yeah, I, I own the first one. I don't know why I haven't played it, but yeah. But, yeah, but they Rebirth say that they say that this is the the horror game for, or I guess the the series for horror. So. Yeah, um, it looks interesting. I mean, if you're an Amnesia fan, you you probably already pre-ordered it. But this looks interesting, man. Like, it, it graphically speaking, it looks a lot better than the older Amnesia games, which I hope it does. You know, it's coming out so much later. Um, but yeah, that's Amnesia Rebirth. Uh, it's coming out October 20th. Um, we'll probably... we will. I don't think we're going to... I don't think we're going to... Um, play the game but we'll definitely talk about it once it comes out i want to see what the reviews have to say about it on the next podcast yeah um what else we got that's all that's coming out the 20th on the 21st we have a uh, rogue coming out on pc which i've never heard of this game yes you have um if you have if you heard of rogue like this is that oh this is the rogue that the term roguelike came from yeah So <laughs> it doesn't look good. <laughs> well, that's the thing is this this game is like old as fuck, so it uses like ASCII, like all the graphics were like ASCII, um, 
And yeah, that's that's what you that's what you had. That's what Rogue was. So Which, there, there were there were different there were a bunch of different um iterations of this that eventually like translated every like it translated every one of those ASCII graphics into like a real graphic. So like the the at symbol would be like a graphic that was like your character or you know, like if there, if there was like rough terrain or like a fire, they would like trans every everything had its own character. Yeah. So it could be translated into an actual graphic, and that's what uh, it eventually turned into. Which it's this is interesting. Like it's it's good to keep this for preservation's sake. I'm not gonna shit on it for that. Yeah. It's good to keep this, and it's entirely strictly for preservation. So you know where the term roguelike comes from. Like this is the rogue that roguelike comes from. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> if you're releasing it in the year of our Lord 2020, you know, maybe offer an updated version too. Um, I'm not sure. So it's coming to Steam. It actually has a Steam page, and I'm not sure the, the, the what we're seeing right now is like the original original. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if this is what's coming to Steam. Oh, let's pull it up. Does it have its page on Steam yet? It it does. Um, there it is. Yeah, the, the the one on Steam's like kind of that, but it does have like graphics. Well, it has color, but it's still it's still that <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Which like is fine, but offer different graphical. One thing I love about like Cave Story is a great example. That game has a ton of different graphical options, uh, music options. Like, do something like that, man. Like, if this game's, like, so important to gaming history, like, offer some options to play it. Yeah. It and, looks and, interesting. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pick it up. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to play this game. Uh, there might be options in this. Like, I'm, I'm not totally sure. Hopefully. Do you know expect. if it'll have Steam Workshop report? Steam Workshop support? Doesn't say might, so. That would be cool. <laughs> I'd love to see what the Steam Workshop has to do once they get their hands on it, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it looks it looks interesting. It's coming out the twenty first. You know, if, if you're feeling uh, not nostalgic, I I doubt any of us, any you or I or any of our listeners have played this game in its heyday. But you know, if you if you want to see where uh, if you want to see where uh, where these games come from, you know, the original inspiration for the term roguelike, here it is, twenty October twenty first. Go check it out. Uh, we also have coming October twenty second, a game called Bless Unleashed. Yeah. So okay. So this game, this is an interesting one because um, this is the I believe third iteration of Bless. Uh, it's a, I think it's a Korean MMO. I've never heard um, of this game. It's been out since, I don't know, it's been out for like 15 years, I guess. Um, No, there's a reason you've never heard of it, because it launched on PC twice, and they shut it down twice. (laughs) Why? Uh, Because fucking people hated it. (laughs) Um, So then they launched, they tried to just completely scratch what people knew about it. So it's not on PC anymore, because us PC players know about this already. Um, so they put it on Xbox where people don't know about it 
and I guess it's doing well there. And now they're putting it on PS4. Um, it's giving me like mad Black Desert Online vibes, but not yeah. looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Which Black Desert Online, despite like some of the really annoying mechanics, g- gameplay wise, was a pretty fun game. Yeah. The mechanics, everything around that though was kind of annoying. Well, I think it's the point is like they wanted to focus on like more like a realistic thing. Like there's no fast travel. You have to walk everywhere. It's annoying as shit. But the the game mechanics are like based on that. So like you can set up trade routes. So it's like it's very lucrative to just like set up a wagon and just trade things back and forth to the various cities and stuff like that. Um, You know, it's I think it's a cool direction to go in. But, um, you know, some people really don't like that. Um, we played this uh, a little bit way back when the old school Game Reverse days. Yeah. Before the game got this remaster. And I remember we liked it, but it wasn't enough there to, like, keep us playing. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that problem with most MMOs. I'm just not an MMO fan. Yeah. And, th- okay, so Bless, Bless is... um. Bless is Bless is more traditional uh, MMO. Um, I don't exactly know what people hated about this because I never actually got to try it when it was out on PC. But I just know that it was on PC twice, and they shut it down twice. <laughs> um, I think this old Steam page is still up actually, and you can see I think it's still overwhelmingly negative. I mean, we'll have to wait and see when it comes out. Yeah. Maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe it'll be shit. We'll see. We'll it's see. out. It's out. It's been out, actually. That's what I'm saying. It's been out. Oh, it's been out. Just not on PC where people know how shitty it is. Yeah. Um, they removed it from PC because people fucking well, hated it. Oh, well, you're saying it's, it's out on Xbox. It's just coming out on PS4 now. Yeah, it came out on Xbox because people don't know about it. Um so if you want to know about the game, there's tons of information out there. I don't know if people like it now. Um, but yeah, I just know people fucking hated it on PC. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, you guys don't get it. We're going to put it over here where people don't know how shitty it is. Um, and I don't know. I guess well, it's doing well. They, hopefully they fixed enough of it that it's worth playing, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, Another game, and I was I was actually checking out this one a little while ago. Um, Discworld <laughs> or Disc Room. Have you have you seen this game before? No. Play that trailer really quick, dude. <laughs> so it it looks like a roguelike, kind of like Binding of Isaac, but the gimmick is that there's these bouncing saw blades everywhere you have to dodge. But there's all these abilities you can do to unlock to make it easier. Like there's an ability you can clone yourself. So if a clone dies, you have something to fall back on. Um, there's also um, every room has a different mission. Sometimes you just get to the other side. You don't have to solve a puzzle while you're in it. It, it looks really cool. Like, this actually looks like a lot of fun. Wow. Right? Looks It looks pretty cool. Right? It looks yeah, like, like a one lot hit, of fun. too. Yeah. It looks like a lot of fun. I think this is like this. This is definitely a kind of game I would get into. Like yeah. I would spend all night just playing it over and over again, unlocking new abilities, trying to get farther. Real unique concept. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm into this. I'm I'm probably gonna be picking this one up when it comes out. It's coming out uh, 
October 22nd on Nintendo Switch. Um, kind of weird it's coming out on the Switch. Is it already out for other systems? We've heard of it. It's coming, uh, it's coming out October 23rd. Yeah, October 23rd in Steam. Uh, there is a demo that's up for it now, though, so that might be worth checking out. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, dude, I'm into this. Um, there's also another game coming out called If Found. Um, this game has been out. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's just finally coming to Switch. But yeah, this one has been out. Don't know anything about it. Um, it looks like a point-click adventure game. Yeah. You know, the problem with a lot of these games is that they don't get a lot of promotion. So, like... A lot of them has been out already or they're like just now coming out, but whoever's publishing them are just not pushing them at all. Yeah, um, I'm on the Steam page right now for If Found. It looks like it came out back in May of this year. Um, It only has like 210 reviews. (laughs) Actually, not 200 reviews. That's all it has. Um, It's been out since like May. A lot of people are... Up, giving it good reviews man it looks like it's getting pretty positive reviews i like the art style to it it's a really like surreal art style the music's really calming um the description in the steam page says if found is a game about coming going home coming out and erasing everything And it looks interesting. I like the story it's trying to tell. It's trying to tell it in a very, a very uh, surreal, interesting way. Um, I play this. That's I think all I right. Play this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would play this. I would definitely play this. So look, look, look forward to that uh, coming out on Switch October twenty second. Uh, we also have the Red Lantern, a dog sledding roguelite. Coming out uh, also October 22nd for Nintendo Switch. Uh, this is a very interesting game. It's a first-person dog sliding game. Where you are... It's a game about sliding dogs in snowy Alaska. And it's a roguelite. So it's randomly generated every time. You need to manage the dogs. Manage your resources. Uh, and also make certain choices depending on the environment. Uh, your dogs each have their own health, stamina, and bladder system. You got to keep track of. Unique. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's very unique. Very unique. Like I, I really like what this game's doing. Um, it's it's a good twist on not just the roguelite formula, but also it looks like the survival game formula it has a very neat twist on that too by having you uh, worry about your dogs. Here, I'm into switch. it. Switch. Yeah. Which is switch getting some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, it's also coming out on PC. Yeah. Which I, I found out about, but it's PC and Switch only so far. I'm not seeing any news about PS4 and Xbox yet. So good on you, Nintendo, locking down those uh, those indies. <laughs> those are the ones making the interesting games. Like, this looks really cool. I'm into this. Yeah. I am definitely going to be following this game pretty closely. Um, we also got a uh, announcement trailer for Torchlight Three is officially coming out on Switch, um, October twenty second. 
Um, I own Torchlight too. I played it a bit. It's not it's not bad. Um, it's basically Diablo Light. It doesn't quite scratch that itch Diablo does, but it looks like Torchlight Three is trying to trying to do that. It looks yeah. like it's bigger, better, faster, more epic than Torchlight Two was. I know people aren't too hot on this one, but I don't know why exactly. Yeah, like it looks like Torchlight Two, but faster and better and bigger. Yeah. So I'm into it. Um, I'm probably not going to get it day one. That'll probably be one I play way down the line. Once the game's on sale and everyone's bored of it, then I'll hop into it. But there you go, man. Torchlight 3 is coming out on Switch October 22nd. Uh, last game, we got Transformers Battlegrounds coming out October 23rd for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I didn't know this game was coming out. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, neither did I. It's uh, an XCOM-style strategy game with Transformers. Which sounds awesome and awful at the same time. <laughs> I'm out. You're out? You don't like XCOM? I do, but not like not like that, though. <laughs> I don't know. What I want to see is Platinum work on another Transformers game. Yeah. Because that game, dude, like if they work on another Transformers game with a bigger budget and less time constraints, they can make something fucking epic. And do people really fuck with Transformers like that nowadays? I guess, dude. They're still making them. I don't recognize any of these. Uh, what what was this called? Battle, Battle, Battle what is this based on? I don't know, man. Um. Uh, it doesn't say. I don't think it's based on anything specific. It might just be like its own standalone Transformers. Like a pink girl Transformer. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I'm not really too deep on the Transformers lore. No. I mean, I'm not into it. Well, I've played you know. enough style games. That's your type of shit. I'm not. I'm not a fan of strategy games, man. Like XCOM's okay, but like I enjoyed it, but not like I like Valkyria. If I'm gonna play one of these games, I want like Valkyria style, where I'm taking the shots. Yeah, you there's not this that. like percentage where like I have a 97 percent chance to hit. Oh, I fucking missed. Like that kind of shit pisses me off. <laughs> um, I kind of like. I've been watching a lot of tra- uh, gameplay videos on Baldur's Gate three. And I kind of like how they're handling it, where it's based on Dungeons and Dragons rules. So as long as you're rolling high enough, you can do it. And you can modify your dice rolls with like your own character stats. I don't want dice rolls. I want I, I want to be the one taking the shot because I trust my skills rather than a fucking well, Here's dice the thing roll. What I like about it. You can up your dice rolls enough to get like a plus like 10 modifier. And you only you need to have at beat at least like a 15 to hit somebody and you roll a d20 to make that like you you got a you got a good chance of making that making that shot like that's what i mean like i don't mind a percentage but as long as there's a way to modify it by upgrading my own stats to up that percentage for me you know what i mean yeah like i don't mind that so much but i I hear what you mean like you want a more skill-based game and that makes sense too 
God, this game like doesn't look too interesting, man. Like it looks like <laughs> it looks like XCOM with Transformers, which could be awesome or awful depending on like yeah how you feel about XCOM and Transformers. I mean that Mario Rabbids game was pretty much that, but they they pulled it off. I thought Mario Rabbids was great though. Like they had enough like weird Mario shit <laughs> to yeah. make it really, really cool. Yeah. That was another game I, I wish I'd finished. I like that one a lot. I might go back and play it. Um, oh man, I think that's it for the week, dude. <laughs> Short yeah, week. that's gonna do it. That was great. Thank you for having me again. As always, as always, you know, we do this every week, Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Right? That's the time, right? Yeah, that is the time. So, yep. uh, com again, I've been working on that site. I got everything set up, dude. Everything is set up. You can go to, uh, there's, a, there's a podcast section where you can just click, like, the Spotify link. You can click, click whatever, whatever podcast platform you like using. You can use it. It's there on the site. There's an email button. You can send us emails. Uh, Gameoverse.com slash podcast. Gameoverse.com slash YouTube. Gameoverse.com slash Twitch. Gameoverse.com slash Discord. Everything's there. Yeah, man. Come meet us on the Discord. We like to talk about games. Joke around. Have fun. We're, I think we have fun, man. Like, If you're a new listener, come by and join us on the Discord. We'd love to have you. Yeah, join us, man. Participate. You know, we do this live. Talk to us in the chat. We will talk shit about you live in front of everyone. Clown you on air. We do not care. Or, you know, if you don't say something stupid, we'll talk about that. Um, But we like to have fun. So we like to talk about video games. So, yeah, that's it. That's going to do it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks.